This is Multimedia Failure. Every other week, we talk about video game movies, and this is episode six. Today, I'm joined by... Vanessa Cahill. John Lucero. And I'm Jason Ariola. I guess I should have said that in the beginning. And I am not doing a fourth take on this thing, so... <laughs> this is where we lie. Behind the scenes, this took four tries to get this out, so... Um, uh, this week, we're going to be talking about Street Fighter, the movie. Last week, or last episode, we talked about Street Fighter 2, the animated movie, which mm-hmm. uh, became John and I's favorite movie out of everything we've seen. Easily. <laughs> and I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead and spoil just a little bit here. That is still my favorite out of everything we've seen. So. I, I don't think that's a very strong opinion. You know, yeah, a... yeah, yeah. This, this hasn't supplanted that, so uh, yeah. we'll, we'll get there. Um, this movie was released uh, December 23rd, 1994 in the United States. It had a budget of $35 million and, surprisingly, made $99 million. Um, that, Van da- that Van Damme name gets you some money in the Apparently. 90s. Apparently. Or it's just a really, really good movie. That Van Damme money gets yeah. maybe <laughs> money in the 90s. Nailed it, John. Nailed it. Yeah. Um, real quick, it's just, just some little weirdo notes about this thing. Um, the director of this movie is Steven D'Souza, who you might know having worked on Die Hard. He originally, or he's the one who wrote the... Uh, yippee Kaye motherfucker line, and that bleeds through to this very, very heavily. You can totally it, understand yeah. he's trying to recapture that magic, and he, and he does <laughs> multiple times trying to get that you know that great quotable uh, for Van Damme in this movie multiple tries. Yeah, I do. I do wonder if um, maybe it wasn't quite so intentional having Raul Julia have all the one liners that everyone remembers. I mean, they're really good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So Capcom fronted the money for this, basically just paying for it out of pocket. Hey, we we want creative control of this, and we'll you know we'll we'll front the money up, and you have to insert uh, this actor, and I've forgotten his name, but it is the guy who plays. We'll get we'll get to him, but uh, I think it's Captain Sawada. He is a pretty well known martial arts actor, and he wanted to, or Capcom wanted him to be Ryu in this movie. And uh, D'Souza basically said, no, that's not going to happen because he barely speaks English. <laughs> not, not a good reason. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, and the few lines that uh, that uh, Captain Swata has are dubbed in English. so he, They are, like, very, they are yeah, very dubbed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And one, one of them fits very well with why it was du- or when it was dubbed just because of uh, the, the thing that it's going on when he's being dubbed uh, over. Yes. Wait, wait, wait. Were you guys in, on, in the version I saw they were in Japanese with subtitles? Wait, what? Yeah, he, they both spoke in Japanese. Him and the woman next to him were speaking in Japanese, and we got English subtitles for those lines. The one I watched, it was dubbed. Yeah, oh, I got dubbed. Like, lost out. It was much better in Japanese. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that would have really changed my opinion. Yeah, yep, 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 totally. <laughs> that would have been over the edge. <laughs> no wonder I loved it so much, and you guys hated it. <laughs> <laughs> that explains it. We want, it's sub versus dubs, everyone. Come on. With the Japanese, though, we'll get to that scene, but it makes it seem like a lot more, like, kind of, uh, kind of a little bit racist. <laughs> <laughs> you don't say. <laughs> you, you don't say. Uh, this this whole movie might be a little bit racist, but uh... oh man. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, so let, let's. I, I think I forgot to go over this in the last one, but none of us outside of me had any experience with the last one anyway. Um, so, what are you guys' experiences with this movie prior to this viewing? None. I have seen it at least once all the way through, but I've also I've seen like the end of it a few times. Like the last thirty minutes of the movie, I've seen a few times. And I, you know, I've seen the Bison and Chun Li scene a few a few times, also just separately. Yeah, yeah, you can watch that on YouTube, yeah. pretty. Yeah, because it's so good. It deserves to be. It. <laughs> it's uh, it's an all timer. 
this is not my first time watching this movie. This is bare minimum the third time I've seen this. I saw it in theaters when it came out originally. I have a very distinct memory of seeing it in theaters and then going out into the arcade of that theater and playing Street Fighter 2. Not Street Fighter the movie, the game, but Street yes, Fighter 2. Yes, So, yeah, yeah that, that's a thing. And Captain Swatta is in that one. He is. He is in that one. Yeah, it's a little... I don't know. It's it's a strange choice. So, And then at some point, maybe a little over 10 years ago, I watched this again, thinking like, oh, hey, this will be kind of something dumb to watch in the background. And I don't remember disliking it as much as I did this, this go-round. So I don't know if that was because I watched this on the heels of Street Fighter II, the animated movie, which I enjoyed quite a bit more. Or I, I don't know if you can really tell my voice. I'm kind of fighting a cold right now, and that was like the day I started getting sick, so maybe that had something to do with it. But yeah, I don't know. It... it yeah, this, this viewing certainly yeah, tainted my opinion of it a little bit. I, I feel like the animated movie had a very strong opinion, very st- factored into my opinion, except for watching them so close to each other. Yeah. <laughs> oh, really? I thought this all, it also factored strongly in mine, but the opposite <laughs> way. <laughs> it, it's, Which is baffling. It's, it's funny. You could hear the tonal shifts in Vanessa and then John and myself. Like yes. we totally flipped, like the like how enthusiastic we are to talk about this movie and how excited I'm we so are. Excited. Yeah, yeah. It really, really factors in how enthusiastic we are. People are about Street Fighter. Really, you can really, really, uh, <laughs> that really also factors into it. That's 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 true. If you're if you're in if you're into Street Fighter, maybe the last one is more for you. If you're not into Street Fighter, this one might do it more for you. So I mean, only only if you have to though. It's not like I would recommend somebody go out and rent this movie, but it is on Amazon for rent. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I made the mistake of watching it in HD, so I spent an extra dollar on it. I should have just rented that in SD. You watched it in HD? <sighs> it was $4 versus $3, so I was like, eh. You can never get that back or your hour and 45 minutes. Uh, yeah, well, considering the times I had to pause to take notes and rewind, it was probably closer to three hours I, I spent with this thing. the show on the road here with this movie because i think we've gone over all the little trivia stuff oh yeah. one more trivia oh. sure oh. the guy who plays bison is gomez adams from the adams family and i think yes, in the final is. scene you can really see that gomez rage so something to watch out for if you do watch this movie got a mia <laughs> yeah exactly Ronald julia's final film yeah so yeah I, I i guess the last little bit of trivia we'll, we'll throw in there with that was he was fighting stomach cancer through this you can later on in the movie you can totally see the uh, switching to the stunt double the fighting double and that is because raul julia they you know he was having some i think he was having surgery during a lot of the fight scenes for this movie so they were like oh let's just film that and we'll come back, come back over it with raul julia in there they were trying to get this movie done before he passed away so I think he passed away just before it released, if I'm remembering correctly. Yeah, I want to say you're correct. I, I didn't look it up, but I'm the, pretty right. Because the post, uh, the post credit yeah. sequence that's in this, it wasn't in the theatrical release. They put it back in for the, uh, for the home release, which kind of a weird decision. It was like out of respect, they didn't want to put it in there that you know he might be back. And then, um, but I guess for the home video, that was okay. I don't. I don't know. Yeah, I, yeah, the writing was on the wall at that point, I guess. Yeah. Honestly, probably they saw the, the number and they're like, could we replace him with a different actor? We'll think about that, but let's add that, you know, fist coming out of the, of the ground just in case. Yeah. <laughs> so basically, he went over a bunch of scripts with his grandkids and 
he, he sort of let them pick this one and this was this was the one they wanted him to do and so he basically did this for his grandkids and you could tell he had a hell of a good time doing this just really just really hammed it the fuck up in this movie yes he did he just had a he's had the best time and i i loved every second he's on screen yeah so <laughs> Oh God. Uh, anyway, okay. So let's get <laughs> let's get let's get this going here. Uh, the movie opens up with the capital of Shadowloo has just fallen. Uh, we find out Chun Li is a news reporter. Now, one quick thing about this reporter <laughs> capital of Shadowloo. Shadowloo yes. is a country and a city. Yes. And like a hideout. It's and, and an evil organization. It's really weird. Like, yeah, <laughs> so, it, it is. It is all of these things at the same time. It's a little strange. I appreciated that it was called Shadowloo this time instead of the Shadowlaw yeah. translation from the last movie. I, I like, I appreciate that they, you know, they go with the source material and... Uh, yeah, see, 30 seconds in, it's already more accurate, right? Yes, already, you know, off to a good start. And then Chun-Li's a reporter. Yep, and, <laughs> so, ah, well, there goes that shit. <laughs> yes, yeah, so... So Bison's got some hostages, 63 to be precise, and yes, he wants $20 billion for 63 people. Man, that's a... Yeah, that's a lot of money. Especially in the 90s. So he's got a bunch of these hostages, and he's throwing them in the pit. One of them makes a Wilhelm scream as he's thrown in the pits. <laughs> yep, yeah, yeah. And, I was like, uh, wait a second, is that... Rewind. Yep, sure was. Okay. One guy tries to, t- tries to fight back, or and uh, Bison just immediately breaks his neck. And nope, 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 nope. Actually, oh. actually, it is... Come, you came all this... You came halfway across yeah. the world to fight yes, me! Yes, <laughs> <laughs> Now was your chance or something to that effect. He takes Our a swing at him. One-liner. He dodges him, snaps his neck, and then clearly overdubbed says pathetic. Yeah, just throws <laughs> and then they bring another guy and he does he just snaps his back and uh yeah, it's just like a, a constant stream of him murdering people for a little bit, which is pretty good. Yeah. Bison, um well, I guess more Raul Julia, you could see he's probably never been in a fight because he looks very He's not the most intimidating man. Yeah, and I know, looked it up. He's six two. He's a pretty big guy, but I mean, you know, when you're basically dying of some after cancer. seeing the last one, the animated one, and how big they were, I was kind of underwhelmed by everybody's yes, size in this every, movie. Everyone, <laughs> everyone is very not impressive in this. They, they look like real humans instead of giant, giant monster men. I mean, and some of the and some of the ones that are supposed, that are supposed to look strong don't even look particularly strong, even for like based on regular humans. This, yeah, you know. I mean, Jean Claude Van Damme is probably the only one that is like muscular enough that you'd probably be like very well i guess zangief too but like very threatened by yeah i could agree with that i think everyone in the front of everyone is like uh, vega's pretty shredded yeah that's true yeah Ve- vega's yeah, yeah well, let's, let's get to vega when we get to when we get to yeah. vega so <laughs> yes <laughs> it's soon it's soon don't worry yeah <laughs> we cut to news report from chun li e honda is working yeah. in a news van balrog is a camera <laughs> guy and guile is an asshole uh yeah, it's a really awkward news segment too. Like it's kind of like the camera's really close up, and Van Damme's like uh, screaming in the camera and like flexing. And, yeah, uh, it's like I know you like to look at yourself, so look at this, you sick son of a bitch. And then he gives him like the the flip off, like you know, arm it, yeah. and the elbow thing, but he actually doesn't flip him the bird. So it happens really fast, so it kind of loses a lot of impact, you know. And it's yeah, just... and but Bison's it cuts to Bison's face, and he just looks wholly like what. <laughs> 
Also, I must say, them not being in their outfits really threw me off. I had to really think about who was who. Wow. My husband, my, my husband had to be like, oh, that's Honda, and that's Balrog. I'm like, oh, those aren't just like some Samoan man in a band. <laughs> you see, it's come full circle. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, that's one thing I do agree. The old movie had better. I knew every single important character in that movie because they were all wearing ridiculous outfits. <laughs> As part of Street Fighter, of course they were wearing ridiculous outfits. Although at the end, we, we do sort of get to, to all of them wearing their ridiculous outfits. But anyway. Oh, um, man. I can't wait to talk about that. <laughs> so real quick, Candy goes and runs off to – goes and runs off uh, to, and kicks uh, Honda out of the van. And yeah, the suspension yeah. bounces incredibly hard, basically just making a fat joke. Guile is telling the hostages to hold on. We're, we're coming for you because Bison has said that he's giving them 72 hours to pay up to I thought he just referred to them as hostages. No, hold on, hostages. We're coming for you. Yeah, and then he <laughs> says, hang on, Charlie. <laughs> hang on. Which he really just made it a pain in the ass for Charlie. Except when the hell has Charlie ever been a nickname for Carlos? Because Carlos yeah. Blanca is Charlie? They really, really really stretched that. <laughs> and, uh, well, it's funny, it's funny, too, that they couldn't just be like, let's get a Hispanic actor to represent Carlos and just call him Carlos instead of getting, like, white well, guy Chuck. Well, also, Ch- also, Char- also, Charlie is not Blanca in the first place, so they didn't even do that at all. Yeah. So my, my other question is, why not just call him Charles? Or Charlie? I mean, just get something that anybody or, associates or why not, Charlie or, or why not have another character be turned into Blanca and then just kill Charlie Nash at the very beginning of the movie? I don't know. I get on. Well, because then we don't get one of the best sequences later. So that's that's true. That's true. That's true. One of the best things about this movie is that we don't need to see every single character in the franchise. Well, Charlie Nash isn't even in Street Fighter Two. Yeah, he doesn't. He doesn't come in. He doesn't come into account until until Street Fighter Alpha. There's Vanessa like seems no terribly for, interested. Yeah, there's no need for him to be in the movie. I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, uh, I, I I agree with that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right, so now we cut to uh, Vega cutting some dude with – or uh, fighting some dude with a sword. And then just uh, yeah. straight kills him, basically. Ken and Ryu are coming to meet with Sagat. Ken and Ryu are black market weapons dealers. Yeah, these fucking Ken and Ryu. Get the fuck out of here with this Oh, Ken these are the worst. They, God. Oh, my God. They suck so hard. They are the worst. God, God they're just oh, – Ken, Ken looks like uh, – what's what's his name? Um, From Full House. The guy who oh, plays yeah, Uncle Joey. Joey. The, the, the uncle. What? Dave Coulier. Why does he look like Dave Coulier? Is he Dave Collier? I don't know. <laughs> also, since when is Ryu giving a fuck about money? Ryu is the most blank slate character in the whole thing. You know, and they're like, oh my god, he's so easy. He's such yeah. an easy character. Sagat so basically is running the underworld, or was running the underworld of uh, Shadow, Shadow Loo. City. <laughs> the one part I really like about this is nobody tells me anything about having a curfew or whatever, and then immediately after that. The announcement over the intercom throughout the city goes that there's a curfew in effect and anyone seen on the streets will be shot. And he just gives this quizzical look like, oh. <laughs> yeah, Sagat doesn't wear shirts, first of all. This is, this is a tr- <laughs> Sagat has never worn a shirt in his life. I don't. This is a fucking travesty. And he's gigantic. He's like seven feet tall. Yeah, this man is no Sagat. No, he's like my height, it looks like. Yeah, Ryu is famous, famous for caring about mo- money and wearing suits. That's what Ryu's character is all about. <laughs> he loves wearing suits. Yeah. And, uh, uh, I literally, at this point, I have a note that says, I hate this. <laughs> it's right after that. Sagat doesn't wear shirts. I hate this. <laughs> and, uh, as someone who doesn't care about Street Fighter, I was like, yeah, these guys are assholes. This is, this is a cool setup. It's got a plot line. Oh, I'm oh, so in. And, oh, yeah. And then I typed that. I, said, I put this. I put I hate this, and then I, the next thing I was I typed that before tennis guns because at that point we bring in the tennis guns. 
Ryu hands Sagat, or Ryu or Orkan hands Sagat a, uh, like a walkie-talkie thing and says, you'll need this, we'll tell you where they are when you're done, or where the guns are when, when we get our money and we're outside, and he says, no need, they are at the da-da-da-da, we already have them, and then he, they pull out the guns and are going to, it looks like, uh, eliminate Ken and Ryu, and she shoots out a bunch of tennis balls with the most cartoony cartoon sound effects yeah. ever. Yeah. It was so good. <laughs> and, then, and then later on, a guy's about to shoot him point blank with one, and, it's just, and it turns out to be a tennis gun. I'm like, it looks like a grenade launcher, first of all. So it's like, <laughs> you were in a point blank shoot a man with a grenade launcher? Like, that was your plan? No, you don't. And, uh, it's, uh, but, uh, they don't hire them because they're smart. Yeah, it's true. true. You know, goons and thugs. They're disposables. Know. Yes. All right. Uh, after this scene, we cut to Dalzine uh, is a doctor. Dr. Dalzine. God. Damn it! <laughs> Tell me the relevance of Doctor Dulcine because you guys seem way more upset about it than I am. I I'm just I don't know. Jason probably doesn't care, but uh, it's Dulcine is the monk looking guy. Mm, so nothing like this. So I get it now. So probably what happened is they were like, "You person who doesn't care about this franchise and hasn't seen it, here's a list of names you must yes. include. Give well, them." Back. So basically, they hired me to do this movie. Uh, uh, yes, they were like, "We need a Dulcine. All right, you're Doctor Dulcine." <laughs> <laughs> You're a monk, but don't worry about it. He's uh, he's he's a yoga master. Oh. Yeah, and he's got hair. He's you not, guys don't know that 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 guy's not a yoga master. We don't get to see too much of his hobbies. He gets his ass kicked the entire movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Poor Dulcine. God, he deserves so much better. Bison comes up to him and says something to the effect of, "You know, how's my." How's my experimentation going or how's your work going? And then Dr. Elzim is basically upset that his work is being used for evil purposes. And Bison says something to the effect of, I'll tell you what, once I rule the world, we'll see about getting you published. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's gonna be, they're, making a, they're making a tubo Blanca in their, in their lab right now. And it's, uh, and also why does Bison say you, you presume too much of my good nature or whatever, or whatever, when he threatens to kill him? So oh, it's a good line. I forget. I remember why um, I said it. But. I wrote this down, and I don't remember, like, how it came, or how this conversation kind of happened, but uh, Bison says, you have a perfect soldier. Dalzim says, you mean a perfect killer. And then Dal- yeah. or then Bison turns around and says, let's not quibble over definitions. <laughs> he's, he's so good the entire movie. Like, oh my god. He's... He's such a good crazy person because he totally believes he's the good guy the entire time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Bison goes and checks out Charlie's reprogramming viewing material and he sees it <laughs> and says, I don't understand. This is merely educational software. <laughs> and Dulcie uh, basically just says, uh, no, it's not because you're a psychopath and he's not. Oh, that's so good. And then they bring out the bags of like anabolic plasma. Bag of DNA mutants. It's like, when did this become a fucking Ninja Turtles movie? That's so good. Wait, they roll into the fucking thing. And, uh, God damn it. Everything about this movie is so good. <laughs> it is. It, I, I, yes, it is. But it also upsets me. At the <laughs> There's so much good, bad shit in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> Our next scene here, we'll move on. Uh, Ryu and Vega are going to fight. Sagat keeps saying Ryu incorrectly. Keeps saying Ryu the whole time. It, because he, someone who told him was like, probably it's Ryu. That's how I would have pronounced it, not knowing that's how That's how an pronounced. American pronounced it. <laughs> yeah. Ryu. And to be fair, that's exactly how I pronounced it as a kid because we had no point of reference for it. So yeah, Ryu just sounded natural. Except, you know, it, in you know 2018, it's like, it's Ryu. I mean, yeah. Well, Jason, this movie was 1994. I, so I, I, I know. <laughs> yeah. We have I Vega know. here. I do have a notice they don't seem to have fucked up Vega so far. I was kind of like, this is pretty much Vega. But remember, Capcom, <laughs> yes. Capcom wanted, yeah. wanted a Japanese-speaking guy in this movie. 
And they still got Ryu incorrect. They did. They it's did. because nobody listened to him because he was like, um, excuse me, excuse me, friends. Like, I don't want to bother you, but also you're saying his name wrong. The <laughs> Japanese folk are very polite. I can I can just imagine this, this like, impish little guy. Uh, uh, Gomenasai, uh, 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 stammering, like, apologetic. I think we know where the, uh, where the deputy UN guy, ca- or, um, AN guy came from later in this movie. It must have been that Capcom representative. <laughs> yes, the AN. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We forgot to mention that, uh, Guile is part of the Allied Nations. Not the United Nations, the Allied Nations, so. Yeah, because they're, bu- they're buddies, not. In the, uh, street fight here, woman rips off Ryu's shirt, and then this woman with a I Love Vega sign throws it to the floor after seeing Ryu's uh, oiled up sweaty body yeah, and, <laughs> and Ve- Vega's Vega mouth so, drops. So upset about it. And it I, is I, the best bit I, of acting in the entire movie. <laughs> yeah. I, I, like I said, they don't really, like they, they do Vega all right in this movie. He's pretty much Vega. Can we, can we talk about his hair? I just love it. It's like it's, so oiled and Spanish looking. <laughs> yes, it is. The, and his, and his totally fake tattoo is really good too. Oh, it's much uh, better than somebody else's tattoo who might rhyme with uh, Lyle. Oh yeah. They're, well, they're all like they all look like somebody was like, oh, we forgot to get like um, a great designer for this film. Who can who has a sharpie and who can kind of draw a snake? <laughs> I I took a note uh, further down the line here, but um, this is referring to Guile's American flag tattoo on his uh, on his shoulder. There, it yep. looks like they asked a bunch of kindergartners to draw it on him with like colored whiteout. <laughs> yeah, I yep. also when he took his shirt off to reveal the tattoo. Too. At first, I thought because he has an American flag on one side, I think it's on the opposite side. At first, I thought it was hilarious that they put a flag under his other flag just so he'd always have one on his on his arm. But they, I don't think they they did not have enough attention to, attention to detail. I would have really respected that. You know, to have, to have layers of flags on him at all times uh, with his perfect American accent. Yeah, absolutely. All right, so the countdown for the fight begins. You think you're really going to get a good fight here? Finally, uh-huh. it's like, oh man, we're oh going to see Ryu and Vega go at it. And then Guile ruins the movie, or ruins the scene of the movie. Not, not also, like, uh, also, they're playing like the Nutcracker, the Nutcracker Suite this entire scene, I'm pretty sure, is uh, as Vegas entrance music. They're playing the entire time. Uh, that wouldn't surprise me. It's the entire scene that's just happening for the, uh, throughout until Guile gets there. You know what? You're right. Uh, I was trying to remember yeah. what, what piece of classical music that was, and you're correct. That's exactly what that was. Yeah. Yes, and also you yeah, have a note that said, "Why would we get an yeah? Why would we get an actual fight in Street Fighter?" Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's my note. Yeah. So Guile breaks in with a, a armored personnel carrier of some sort with two a missiles attached to it. Platform. He just charges through a building. Yeah. With it. And it says, "You're all under arrest," while all of these people are at missile point. Wow! Wow! <laughs> it's uh oh man. Uh, we we see T Hawk for the first time, and he is tiny. Yeah, I said, uh, and I was like, oh, hey, T-Hawk. <laughs> I was like, oh, you know, I didn't know it was him until I saw his name on his shirt. I was like, oh, that's supposed to be T-Hawk. Sure. Well, right, because another thing is like, um, we could get someone who actually looks like he could be Native American, but this guy Steve no, he, is, is here. Yeah. Don't worry, he's Cherokee. They make sure to mention that later on in the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah especially when he puts his like headband on. He's yeah, like, okay, yes. guys, now we're really in my, now you can actually tell who I am. <laughs> Even though I'm skinnier than Kylie Minogue. <laughs> So they're under arrest. We we see Sagat in a chain gang. 
He says, why is, in, why is Vegas so close to him the entire time? He's, <laughs> he's the bodyguard. He's, but he's not, it's not even like bodyguard close. It's just like he's his shadow, essentially. Yeah, <laughs> also, always, like, also, we should mention they didn't just arrest like the fighters. They were like, you all, everybody in this entire yes. underground club is arrested. And yeah. all 10 of us are going to put you in jail. Yeah, you've all been arrested. All everyone, everyone, stand still while we arrest all of you. Yeah, there's twice as many of you as us, but you guys just hang out. Yeah. Vanessa, you do Don't realize run. they're at missile point, right? Well, but like at least the, the yeah. back row people could have gotten out. Yeah, you, yeah, I would fucking I would call his fucking bluff. You're not gonna launch that missile. <laughs> okay, this, now, yeah. now this little missile thing here. Uh, this was another little bit of trivia I dug up. Um, whoever it was that uh made the or makes the GI Joe toys basically repurposed a bunch of GI Joe toys for this movie. And wanted some of the vehicle designs to be more similar to the G.I. Joe toys. This way they could easily repurpose them for toys for this movie. They did a good job. So that is exactly why <laughs> this thing looks like that when Guile comes crashing through. Anyway, uh, Sagat is on a chain gang. Tells Guile, I own this city. And then Guile says, well, I'm the Repo Man and you're out of business. I really like that. That's actually better because yeah. I wrote down I'm the Reaper Man, and that makes a lot more sense that he's the. Oh, Christ, Repo Vanessa, man. come on. <laughs> Thank you, Jason. <laughs> subtitles, come on, subtitles, especially with his. I'm the Reaper Man, <laughs> you're out of business. Well, I'm the Reaper also, Man, you're out of business. Yeah. Also, Vega took the time to make his claw weapon while in prison. Also. Oh my God, that's my yes. favorite. Oh <laughs> yes. yes, I forgot about that. That was a really good. That was a really good detail that he took time to make this thing in prison. <laughs> I love it's made out of like bamboo, like spoons yeah. or something. It's made yeah. of chopsticks. Yes, it's. Uh, <laughs> It didn't. That wasn't like a. It wasn't a quick thing too. That, that, that takes a minute to make one of those. It's uh, he's uh, it's impressive. Yeah. See, this is like seriously the best movie. I'm sad that you guys just, that like Street Fighter so much. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a big, uh, big prison fight here thing going on. It's Guile. kind of a brawl, Jason. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I, I I can't say a street fight because yeah. Uh, uh. Mm, mm. Ooh, it's called. It's actually called a riot. Yeah, street riot. Yeah, we have we have we have a prison riot, street fight, street riot. I don't know. Anyway, Guile sees them fighting. Basically, wants Ken and Ryu. I don't know how he could discern that they were different than everybody else. It's because they look so weak and one weird. of them because Ken's white. Oh, there you go. He's like, oh, I recognize. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I, yeah, he's a white guy. He'll be a good dude. He'll be a solid they look, bro. They look they look sleazy. <laughs> yeah. like, they don't care about anything but money and suits. Yeah. God damn it. Yeah, <laughs> and fucking, fucking Cam with this shitty posture the entire time too. And I feel like his head's always halfway. Anyway, keep going. <laughs> Ken and Ryu uh, start doing a fake fight after Guile takes him up and talks to him. Or oh wait, hold on. Uh, I, I forgot about this part here. Ken and Ryu are being talked to by Guile, and basically they want to leave. And Guile says, "Over my dead body, you'll leave." Yeah, he does say that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Clever, clever, clever. Yeah, I, I didn't realize that. I didn't realize the importance of that line until a little bit later here. Um, so they fake, oh. a, they fake, they fake. A pre- oh, Vanessa! That's funny. <laughs> Vanessa, uh, I, I, I'm starting to think. I'm starting to think your opinion well, is invalidated. There's layers to this, Vanessa. There's layers to this. Oh, so Jesus. many layers to this simple yeah. movie. It's like an onion. It is like an onion. Yeah, I hate onions too. <laughs> All right, let's keep going here. Prison break. Ken is at the back of the truck, has a gun, starts... Oh, no, wait, hold on. I, I yeah, forgot about this. Sh- some important, important I, stuff. Well, I forgot. Well, we're, we're trying to get through this. That's why. I'm kidding. I'm, I'm kidding. But yeah. <laughs> so Ken and, Ryu, just... Ken and Ryu do the most stupid of, like, you know, fourth grade fake fights. Yeah. And they snag the keys from the guard. They release Sagat, 
and they take over the truck. They run off. Ken has a gun and then shoots Guile in the gut twice. This, this elite force couldn't stop one truck. Yeah. Yeah. Couldn't kill a truck. single person in this thing. Yeah. Also, also, when they took the truck, the guy that got thrown out of the truck was immediately unconscious upon, upon being thrown out of the truck. <laughs> he just, like, got flipped through the air and just unconscious. It was and... super traumatizing. He was mostly just traumatized. <laughs> just knocked the wind. It just knocked the wind out of him. But yeah, Ken uses his famous gun here and shoots Guile. Yeah, Guile, uh, Guile drops in the street, um, dead. Uh, as Ch- as they're Chun-Li driving off, like bomb dives uh, the car. And combat roll. Like, <laughs> uh... This is where we knew that she maybe not might be more than a reporter. Mm. Yep. This is where we finally find out Chun Li might actually <laughs> be good at things. Yeah. Uh, 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 yeah, and as we as we said, the uh, the AN soldiers are terrible aims. Ugh. Also, when when guy's lying there, fake dead, he's like, I could have swore he was smiling the entire time. That wouldn't surprise <laughs> me. I get... He's sitting there thinking about his lines further down the road, and he's just like, he, 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 he just giggling yeah. himself like a schoolgirl. She'd be like, I signed up for the best movie. They paid me so much for this. <laughs> I'm getting eight million dollars to do this. God, my life is awesome. Uh, anyway, we cut to a scene where uh, Bison is talking with one of his uh, his, his uh, toadies about uh, Bisonopolis, <laughs> and he says, Bisonopolis shall be the wonder of my world, but I think the food court should be bigger. All the big the franchises The Bisonopolis will, food court! All the big franchises will want in. Oh my God, it's so good. Oh, that God. is so good. <laughs> See this movie as we talk about it, it's getting better and better, isn't it? No, <laughs> no, I, I, no, I love Raul Jewel. I will praise him the entire time. But like, oh my god! But seeing this scene makes me think of every single like documentary I've seen on World War II, where Hitler is like pointing at buildings and stuff, and I'm like, oh jeez, man, they really went for it on this. <laughs> yes, they did. So good. <laughs> and then he goes on this like really like impassioned speech about him not being a madman he just wants to bring peace to the world yeah. why do they call me a warlord and mad yeah <laughs> and it's like also when they find out guile's dead dj who took me forever to figure out who, he, who that was supposed to be until they, like uh, that was a dj says oh it's great isn't it it's like not the contrary i, I mourn I, mm. I wish to i wish to meet him in, on the field of combat yeah <laughs> Uh, where I would where I'd fight honorably and then break his neck. <laughs> yeah. and, uh, oh no, uh, his spine actually. His spine, yes, <laughs> yes. his spine. And, uh, uh, he's like, why do they call me warlord and mad? I just want to make genetic soldiers for good. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> I, I I did enjoy this this part of the speech. Um, I don't remember exactly when it happened, but he called it the Pax Bisonica. Oh, I have that. I have that note too. The Pax Bisonica. I'm like, oh god, did you really compare yourself to the Roman Empire? Jesus yes. Christ. This, this is like, pull, this is Oscar worthy right here. This is incredible. Well, <laughs> is... and and Zangief, who secretly might be the best character in this whole movie. Yes, Zangief also uh, highlighted this movie. Yeah, it just uh, sheds a Zang- tear. Which one is Zangief? Zangief the is the Ru- big Russian dude with the mohawk. Oh, yes, the Russian guy. I never yeah. caught his name. He's great. <laughs> yes. Uh, he he looks enough like Zangief, too, and he's just, he's a treat this entire time, even though he's just a big dumbass. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he has the best costume later. <laughs> yes, he does. It's, it's, I mean, it's basically his regular costume. Yeah, it's basically but, uh, his movie costume. Yeah. Or his, uh, his game costume, yeah. So after after this speech and uh, by, or uh, Zanky sheds a tear and says that that was beautiful or something that affected DJ looks at him like he's crazy because yeah yeah, yeah. Um, we switch over to Chun Li tracking down or following the tracker they realize there's another tracker that's tracking the truck so they want to go yeah. find the source of the other tracker <laughs> why <laughs> I don't 
Vanessa, you like this movie. Can you explain why they would do that? Well, they're not very good investigators. <laughs> no, well, there's no reason. <laughs> they're reporters, true. They're not detectives. So maybe... Right. And then they're maybe. like, not even really reporters. No, <laughs> they are uh, Do they work for anyone? Like, uh, no, themselves. How are they funding their adventure? <laughs> yes, they're like, they're like independent reporters, but actually they're... They're out for vengeance. Right. Uh, like, so there's like, no, don't overthink it. This movie okay. has no thought to it. Okay. Keep so, on. Move on. <laughs> so Chun-Li, the, um, the Chinese martial artist, uh, dresses up as a ninja because that's where ninjas come from is China. Yep. Her famous ninja costume. Yep. Uh, also, hol- really uh, hilarious moment for me here when they, when she's got to go on the roof of the car and E. Honda tells her it's uh, it's all clear, but he tells her that as they're going through the security checkpoint, which I thought was really poor timing. Yeah. For saying it's all clear. It was when they were actually being watched. <laughs> One time they're actually being watched, but uh, whatever. It was so great. Also, I love at this point that my husband was like, she's in her Chung Lee suit. I'm like, no, she's not. You don't know what the Chung Lee suit is. <laughs> <laughs> You, you gotta have her fucking. That, that, was there even one spiked bracelet? Was she wearing spiked bracelets at, one, at the? No. Uh, no. No. Yeah, she was like, wearing the little like like uh, kinky leather handcuff things. Yeah, remember? but they, they not a single spike on them either. Nope. nope not a one. Probably, probably they were like, we can't justify spiked bracelets. We spent all the money on Jean Claude Van Damme. <laughs> You'll have to do with handcuffs. And, and blue couldn't even be fucking blue. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> it's like, uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Vanessa. Yeah. Uh, throughout the entire movie, except the uh, Vega and Chun Li fight scene, Chun Li is wearing her Street Fighter outfit in the last one. So, how you didn't think that was Chun Li's outfit is beyond me. No, no. I mean, like the black outfit. That's when Jim was like, "Oh, look, she got into her Chun Li outfit." I'm like, "No, wait, she wears oh, like you, a blue outfit." Wait, she, Vanessa corrected him. Oh, yeah, her, oh, I corrected him. I got that backwards. <laughs> oh man, how did you? Know? I've been, I, I've been paying attention. She's guys. come a Come long on. way. Okay. <laughs> She's okay. actually a Street Fighter expert now. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Jeez, oh, where were we? Oh yeah, uh, Chun Li is now tracking is tracking the signal. Comes up to uh, Giles' corpse where he just sits up. I love that he's probably been sitting in that. I, I for, like, like five why days. has he been laying there so long? <laughs> like it's got to be a good six hours. It's dark outside now. <laughs> why has he been laying there the entire time? Oh my god. <sighs> that was so good. That was like one of my favorite scenes. Where it's like, yep, this is realistic. <laughs> I mean, so they had the blood splatter thing, like the, I forget what those are called, but like the packs that burst when they get shot. And yes, the medics were also in on it. I, I would assume they'd be- have to be, right? Because he ha- he would have had a pulse. Because they, I mean, they immediately determined him dead when the scene when they were like pulling the camera away. They, yeah. they, they, they said he was dead. So I don't know who was in on it, honestly. Yeah, it, it's confusing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Cam yes. and T-Hawk clearly were, but... Well, it's funny that they would send him to the morgue at all, right? Like, obviously, you're not dead. Just go to your home. Go back to your room. <laughs> I made him. They like, no, you have to lay here for like a good ten hours. Yeah. We gotta really sell this. So it's like, couldn't they just <laughs> say, "Oh, we cremated him" and just let him hide somewhere? No, it's too not enough. <laughs> so Chun Li basically says she wants vengeance. That's that's why she wants. Uh, that's why she wants Bison. And he says, "I'm. I, I don't want anything to do with your, you know, your petty quest for vengeance." And Cammy and T Hawk walk Chun Li off, and then. Van Damme's, or Van Damme, Guile says, this is about my petty quest for vengeance, basically, yeah, or something yeah. to that effect. It's about my personal, it's about my personal vendetta. There and we go. Uh, yes. Chun-Li escapes because Cammy and T-Hawk suck. Oh, uh, <laughs> I, I, I have decided Kylie Minogue must be um, colorblind because she comments that um, black is not her color. Maybe prison gray will be? 
Is it all the prisoners are wearing blue? Yep. Okay. So, Kami. Also, I'm kind of disappointed in, in all the representations of Kami because I felt like, like in, even in the last movie too, like she's like just the most useless, worthless character. I, is that true in the game too? Is she a terrible fighter? No. No, she's, she's one of the. She's one of the. She and five. She's like S tier. Like in terms of yeah, so she's so she's so misrepresented in these movies. <laughs> yes, she's she's like the best one of the best characters in the newest in the newest Street Fighter. But, oh, she's uh, so she's just so useless in all in both of she, these movies. I mean, she did like rip she did like break that man in half in the last movie. <laughs> like, but then like, like that that was it though. <laughs> yeah, that was it. I don't know. I don't know why she gets done so dirty in these movies. In these I movies, I think it's because she's a newer character, maybe. So I guess she is a new she is new in two at that point. But she, I mean. Alpha had been out by that point too, so she would she was evil and Alpha. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. So Chun so Li makes her break. Guy leans out the window and says, "What a woman!" or something to that effect. Uh, oh, I love that. Here it is. It's um, what a screw up says the Native American man, and then what a woman says Guile. <laughs> what a woman. All right, now we cut to uh, Bison throwing a party. My this is probably like one of my favorite like throwaway parts in the whole movie. Uh, cruise missile, all original equipment. You had warhead. Armor yeah. personnel carrier, uh, surplus from Iraq army, five speeds, two forward, three reverse, <laughs> yes. a camel yes. bellows, and then 1972 turbo uh, fine chopper, like new, uh, only used once to evacuate American embassy in Saigon. Go ahead, kick the tires. <laughs> what, the, I, what the hell? Why? I don't know. Vanessa, do you want to talk about unnecessary stuff from the last one? There's a lot of unnecessary stuff in this one. <laughs> like that whole scene. But it's pretty sure I, I kind of loved it. I loved like that it was like a weird party tent and the see like the face off. It felt very nineties. It well, is very nineties. It made it made me so happy. <laughs> Chun Li, Honda, and Balrog are doing a like a Cirque du Soleil. Why show? is this their undercover like plan? <laughs> Why is like also the the jug has Capcom on the on the, on the lid. Yeah, on the lid. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah, I made a note uh, of that one. I made sure to make yes. a note of that one. Yeah, it, what, it's truly a terrible act. <laughs> yeah, what is it like? This is their go-to undercover thing. Like, why is this like? Yeah, we're gonna pretend to be. We're gonna cut this barrel in half. You'll be in it, but you won't die. I promise. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's so stupid. God damn it. <laughs> this this scene was actually stupid. I'll give you that. Okay. <laughs> this scene was completely useless. Yeah. Why didn't they just sneak? Why didn't they just sneak onto the place? Like, they already obviously did. Yeah, except that Bison is going to pay Sagat in Bison Bucks. Yes, Bison Bucks. And <laughs> Sagat gets very upset about this. This isn't worth the paper it's printed on. And he says, on the contrary, one Bison dollar will be worth five British pounds after I kidnap the Queen. Yes. <laughs> and uh, also Wait, at this point... Is that, how, Omega, is, that, is that how a financial market works? You just kidnap yeah, the head of the exactly, country? That's exactly how financial work. You just okay. have to kidnap someone and make them say how much money your money's worth. Okay, I got it. Uh, okay. You don't need you don't need anything to back it up. Okay, uh, I got it. Cool. The British do really, really love the Queen though. Yeah. Also, uh Vega has not said a word or made a sound, I'm pretty sure, at this point in the movie. Um I think you're right. Uh I took a note. I, I don't think he I don't I until he don't think he made even a sound yet in the movie. Because uh the closest was he dropped his jaw when that one person threw the sign away, but it did not gasp or anything. No not audibly at least. And this is when Bison's like, uh what instead of paying you, why don't I just make you part king of the country or whatever the fuck? And he's and Sagat's like well we'll see how that goes first. Why don't you just pay me right now? <laughs> Let <laughs> me see the like, color of your money. Yeah. And I was like, Sagat isn't here for the bullshit, which I appreciate. <laughs> it's, uh, you know, yeah, we'll see how the whole country thing goes. But can you just, like, pay me till then? <laughs> you know what? I um, I did look up to make sure that they had the eye patch on uh, Sagat right, on the right eye. Um, 
that eye patch changes in his character models. Are you surprised? <laughs> no, but I was like, because the first the first image I got, it was like, oh no, it's on the wrong eye. And then the second image, I was like, wait, it's on a different eye. Oh, yeah, God, okay, yeah, change, I am confused. Changes. All right, that's because God actually is not missing an eye. But uh... <laughs> uh, there is a. I'm, I'm currently playing a uh, uh, monster boy in in uh, the cursed kingdom, and the pig that wears an eye patch. When you leave him idle enough, he will lift up his eye patch, rub his eye, and move the eye patch to the other eye. Oh, I that's, love that. Uh, that's, that's pretty so good. Cute. <laughs> I was like, that's. I like that. That's a good detail. Anyway, um, so suddenly starts acting like a Bond villain after Ken and Ryu are basically discover that she's going to blow the place up. Right. That's yeah. Her, her plan is to blow up his ammunition. So Ken and Ryu walk in or walk into uh, the thing where there's a big standoff, like a big Mexican standoff with a. Which is very one sided. A lot of guns on a lot more guns on one side than the other side. Yeah. Uh, and also, yeah. And Ryu and Ken walk in, and then they and instead of backing away, being like, "Ah, oh, we're gonna peace out," they're like, "Hey, wait, wait, let's talk about this. We can, we can, we can work this out, right?" Yeah. And they, wait, they are they are hustlers, guys. They just suck. <laughs> they just like these. They are just the worst. And then they, Charlie's Chud- got a broadcast going in like a booth. Yeah, like her made this ma- her made for TV bullshit or whatever, her, her PSA thing she's doing. Hey, Bison. They, they hide it there because that like that was the point of the show. So they're like, we're gonna hide our magic show box right here, and then we're gonna go set bombs. So they had to have the, sh- the magic show to have the magic show box hidden in the tent. There was like a little satellite receiver thing on this thing too, so it's not like they popped in a VHS and just like put it on a timer or something. They were broadcasting this. They're really cool. I mean, just <laughs> oh, really okay. But yeah, it's... yeah. Don't uh, ask questions. Yeah. <laughs> As they're seeing this, Zangief lets out another uh, great one-liner. Quick, change the channel. Yeah, and uh, I put uh, Zangief's actor is really giving it his all in this movie. As I know I have, and he, I really appreciate it. He's uh, he's great. He's he's really good, <laughs> and, and then they they th- do their plan, which was apparently to blow up one truck, and that's all they did. <laughs> I think that one truck had all of the weapons, though. Like I think literally all of the weapons and also some fireworks were in that truck. <laughs> also some fireworks, <laughs> you, you know, for when they release all the weapons. You know, it's all uh, yeah. Bison's all about that. You know, pump. He's he's a showman. <laughs> yeah, and then a satellite picks up the explosion. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why. Anyway, um, so they end up capturing Chun Li and and crew basically. Um, I thought that was funny that they like lost over that. Like they didn't really like because uh, Chun Li and crew were like out. So how did they even catch them? They were too yeah, busy, like, that, running uh, away from the explosion. That, that, that was confusing too. Were they like were they just waiting there? Like they didn't just they didn't. I thought it was like a pre recorded thing, sort of. It wasn't. It was just like <laughs> they were doing it live and. Uh, it seemed like a really bad idea. Such a bad idea. And that truck wasn't moving very fast. They could have somebody could have like just opened it up and hit the brakes. Yeah, they could have. They're not thinkers. Remember, guys, these thugs are True. not hired because they're smart. Yes. Well, I don't know. Shout out the tires. Yeah. Not, not. They're just not even smart enough for that. Okay. All right. So we move on uh, to them uh, in Bison's hideout. Bison gets all rapey with Chun Li. Oh, yeah, I wrote that down too. I was like, yeah, that's he he's gonna rape her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. That's a that's quite the nick. You know, really should are you writing this down physically or is this like in a Google Doc? Uh, mine are all notes on my computer. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, yeah. You should probably make sure you're erasing those pretty good because uh, the, the the word rape is probably happening a lot in these uh, in all of our notes here. They're probably going to be pretty rapey until the mid two thousands. The nineties were pretty rapey. <laughs> that's very true. The nineties were a wild time. We had yes. no uh, sense of worth then. 
God damn it. And so after that, we cut to it. The the countdown is at now at 12 hours, which I completely forgot about. Uh, I don't even remember. I don't remember them cutting to the countdown, honestly. Is it for uh, when they kill the hostages? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I had completely forgot there were hostages and a countdown. Yeah. I, and when they showed the hostages again, I had a notice. There are a lot of white people in this movie. <laughs> so mostly white people in this movie. They're like, uh, yeah, it's like the boxer's not white, and then the Simone guy's not white, and then they're like, okay, the rest of you come from America. (laughs) White, 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 white America. I don't even think the guy that plays Ryu is Japanese. I I think he's Chinese. God. Yeah. (laughs) That's that's also really, that's like very offensive. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it's like, like, ah, you all look the same. Yeah. I mean, granted, Uh, granted, they did make Guile... Jean-Claude Van Damme. Yep, they so, did. So all of you white people look the same? All you white Americans look the same, I guess? Yeah. Maybe? Yeah. Does, Gu- does Guile not look like Jean-Claude uh, Van Damme? You do not remember what Jean-Claude Guile looked Van like Damme. in the in the uh, animated movie? Like a big, like a broom head, right? Yeah. yeah. the same. Yeah, that's, that's Guile. <laughs> I'm just talking about the voice. Like, oh. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, clearly they... he's not American, so. Anyway, moving on. Moving on. on. <laughs> okay, so we move on to basically the stealth boat thing. Stealth boat? Yep, we're almost there. Oh, we're yeah, almost there. Stealth boat. So I think I think this is Captain Sawada that says this. Single boat against everything he's got, the pilot would have to be out of his mind. And then Guile says, thankfully, Bison has driven me crazy, so I'm going to do it. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's, we was waiting to drop that line all day. Yeah. And, yep. uh... and then my next note is, there's still an hour of this shit? See, I didn't even feel that the whole movie. I felt pretty good about the timing on it. I had, I had a movie. I have, I have a note later on, Jason, where I, where I have, how is there forty minutes left? Okay. <laughs> in this movie, so we're we're there. We are there to my my breaking point, but okay. uh, we're getting there. It's, okay. Uh, so uh, we cut to Honda and uh, Balrog getting tortured. Well, Honda getting tortured. Uh, every time this guy whips Honda, there's a little Hawaiian like flare music that pops up. Yeah, it's yeah. it's adorable. Isn't Honda not Hawaiian? In no, the, like he, he's, he's no, Japanese. He's, yes, he's Japanese because he's, he's a sumo wrestler. Oh uh, yeah, he's a sumo in this too. Yeah, uh-huh. he is. Yeah, instead of finding an actual Japanese person, they were like, "You Samoan man from next door." Yes. <laughs> also, if you look on his IMDb, it's all like you know Samoan soldier, Samoan fighter. He hasn't done a lot other than this. Samoan <laughs> sounds like sumo. He'd, he'd be great for this role. He'd be great. <laughs> yeah, for this. you look big. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You look big and not white. Let's put you in this. And Balrog needs to be black. We'll just take this average-looking black man and make him this boxer dude. Yeah. Yeah, you look like you got Fist of Fury. Yeah. <laughs> Fist of Fury. Oh, God. Yeah. Balrog says, Honda, give me a hand. And then Honda looks at him and says, we've only been in jail two hours. Maybe next month. I was like, I, my note is just hand job joke. Yeah, I was going to say, seriously? <laughs> yeah. I was like, that's the, I don't know, I don't know why, why he went there immediately, but, uh. Yeah. Uh. All right, and now we cut to Ryu and Ken walking around with, uh, Zengief, who, they're now so, in their karate geese, and it is 44 minutes to Ryu and Ken in their outfits, basically. <laughs> also, uh, I don't know if you noticed while they were walking around, but, uh, but I don't, I think they just one took, did a one take on this, because Zangief bumps his head under the first archway they walk under. Oh, no, he's I didn't He's a little that. too tall. <laughs> Uh, oh no no like, but see that fits into Zanki's character perfectly yeah but it wasn't like it, it just looked like he he, he, duck, he didn't duck quite low enough and just kind of like caught the top of his head in his, in his mohawk because he forgot he had a mohawk but uh uh yeah it was a, it's a it, that made me laugh but uh anyway yeah yes. all right for whatever reason Zanki well we know we'll fi- figure out why later but Zanki throws uh their 
Can it reuse old clothes in the incinerator? It seems like a throwaway thing and largely is, but anyway. Um, now we cut to a... Uh, God, just this like sniveling little like British guy trying to stop Guile. I like that he says negotiate. Ne- negotiate. Negotiate. That's how you know he's the worst. Yes, <laughs> yes. Well, also, I, I, I do appreciate uh, Raul Julia saying laboratory. Laboratory. Aluminium. Um, <laughs> aluminium. So this guy, this guy is basically just playing uh, Chamberlain placating Hitler because they're going to just pay off Bison instead of uh, going to war with him. Question for you guys. Mm-hmm. Who are those people behind him? Which there's, like, there's like a woman in a suit and another man in a suit in the car behind know. him. I don't, think, like, there any, I don't think there are anyone. No, they're nobodies. Okay, good. Because I was like, did I miss something? I no. often miss things. So. No. <laughs> Guile is goes on this like really like oorah kind of speech and tries to get everyone pumped up to go fight and they all want to go fight instead of like going home. I don't know about you. If I didn't have to go fight, I would be I would be more than happy to go home. Yeah, because like, he tells the he tells the one guy you've lost your balls and uh, you've lost your balls. The line is, uh, Colonel, have you lost your mind? No, but you've lost your balls. And uh, yeah, and then he's like, also I like the term that they said the war is canceled. I like that term. I like I like saying that. <laughs> Uh, what what movie or show or whatever was like the apocalypse is canceled or doomsday is canceled? Oh, that was Pacific uh, Rim. Yes. Yeah. Yes, but it was better because Idris Elba was said it and he was and Idris Elba's great. Yeah, uh, I was gonna say Idris, yeah, Idris Elba. Anything he's in, even that awful, awful Dark Tower movie. You gif. I haven't seen it, but I've heard it's it's very awful. Bad. Yeah, it's awful. Yes. As, as uh, a guy who loves the Dark Tower series, anyway, yeah. movie. No. Yeah, yeah. He's gonna kick his ass so hard. The next day I feel it. The next Bison will feel it. Uh, and I was my nose there. That was a shit speech. That yeah. was a really, it was that, a really bad speech. Also, like, what a terrible soldier. Like, aren't you supposed to be, like... Follow orders? Like, pay attention, yeah. <laughs> and, yeah, he's like, we're going to go... I'm going to just, break, gonna, you know, break the law. Uh, commit, you know, treason, essentially. Yeah, yeah right. It's, like, basically <laughs> and, a coup. Yeah, I was like... Yes, yeah, uh, I, th- I think my note here is um, they're now all war criminals, and they're probably going to be executed after this is over. Y- y- yes, but but don't worry. Uh, there, was a lot, there was a lot of good 90s uh, face, sh- uh, like up close shots of people during the speech, like being inspired. A lot of, I liked a lot of those. They were, uh, very, <laughs> it was like, yeah, Giles, right. Let's go be war criminals. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to go home to my nice safe bed with my family. No, I want to go ahead and maybe possibly get shot in this godforsaken shithole. That sounds like a much better option. <laughs> yes. Anyway, okay, so after this, they go they go running off, and... Uh, here we go. Now now we're at the best scene in the movie here. Chun-Li and Bison... Also, oh, small note, uh, Gao has his name on stealth, on stealth Boat. Gao has his name on there, so that was hilarious, too. Anyway, keep going. Yeah. Uh, stealth Boat is so yeah. cool. Stealth Boat. boat. <laughs> Chun-Li and Bison scene, um, as oh, uh, Chun-Li is talking... This is talking, the best scene in the movie. It is. Yes, it is. This is one of the best scenes of all time. Uh, it's so good. Bison puts on a smoking jacket and changes his hat... He has a casual hat. Yes. He has a he has a painting of himself on a wall, right? Yes. Of course. I know that's I know that's a good painting followed by he has a casual hat. And, uh, and everything is branded with a bison symbol. Yes, yes it is. Okay, so I don't know if you guys caught this. Okay, the the, the horse one is a Napoleon one, right? Yes, yes it is. Did you guys see the clown one? Yes, he paints the clown, and it implies that bison paints sad bison clowns. No, 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 no. Do you know what that is? No. That is a John Wayne Gacy painting. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. Oh. Oh. What the fuck? Really? What the so fuck? John funny. Wayne Gacy? 
that's so much darker than him painting clowns yes my my first thought was like i was like oh that's a set that's a john wayne gacy painting holy fuck why did they put this in here who thought this was a good idea well he is a psychopath that's so funny i just assumed that it means that bison like in his spare time like the younger george bush is like i paint things i'm a i'm a like kind of a bad leader but i paint things (laughs) (laughs) oh man um bison Bison also has like a twin bed yeah you know he's he, I feel like he he doesn't move while he sleeps, so he probably doesn't need. I was gonna say, bed. I'm just yeah. the guy who works at a grocery store, and I've got a king size bed. Jesus, guys, Bison doesn't sleep. He's yeah, true. Have you, seen, have you seen how like far out of his like sockets his eyeballs are in this movie? That <laughs> That's, true. That's true. He hasn't slept <laughs> yes. in years. He seriously yeah. recharged by electricity. I think he even like points yeah. that out later. <laughs> yes, uh, and that and is then, one hell of a chandelier he's got in there. Yeah. Oh, the bone chandelier. Yes, <laughs> the bones of, like, of his enemies. His clearly. Oh man, yeah. This whole time, Bison's not saying a word. Just listening to Chun Li like wax poetic about her, uh, her like her village that he ransacked and the her father and how they chased, but they heroically chased him away and her father died doing it. He had him shot as they ran away, a hero yeah. from a thousand yards. Yes, yes. And uh, Bison goes, "I'm sorry, I don't remember any of it." And she goes, "What? You don't remember?" <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, uh, Jason, you probably know the you probably know the full line better than I do. Okay. Uh, you don't. Remember? I'm surprised that both For of me? you haven't memorized no, I, it. It's, it's, yeah, it's. Oh, oh, let me clear my throat. Sorry. <clears throat> Here we go. Uh, For you, the day and bison graced your village was the greatest day of your life. But for me, it was Tuesday. I swear oh my god, I don't know who wrote that line. I like the to guy think who did die hard. <laughs> I like to think I like to think Raul Julia like improvised most of his lines. Also, hope. for all you casual listeners listeners out there, John and Jason have been talking about this line since before we started this project. <laughs> it's so it's a it's legendary. This line is yes, legendary. Yes. It's, uh we 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 verily nearly tried to make that somehow incorporate that as the name of this podcast and we just couldn't figure out a like decent way to do it I and mean, if we release it every tuesday i guess we do that yeah we could have done that <laughs> yes yeah. but uh yeah i was worried that we had we would have oversold it for vanessa but i as soon as i heard it i'm like nope this is still one of the greatest lines of all time yep, yep. it was, oh, it was just as good as i had always hoped yeah <laughs> vanessa would you say maybe better than you hoped it was better than I hoped because of the scene that it was in. <laughs> yeah, it's, the, it's like it's everything about that scene with him putting his casual hat on and the bone chandelier and him and making, the smoking jacket. Yes, and making <laughs> drinks the entire time, and how serious Chun Li is throughout the. And he he's just like I I don't remember any of that. <laughs> it's like uh, and the clown. Gosh, that makes me feel like good. Like it makes it so much better. But also, I'm like kind of horrified. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Thank I said, the, the initial thing of like I'm like oh that's weird. That's oh god. Oh no! <laughs> no, they didn't. Yeah. But, That's like, just Ch- so funny. Also, I think what makes it really good is how I think Chun Li really thinks she's killing this. The, the actress thinks she's killing the scene the entire time. Like she's like the entire time. I think she think she feels really cool the entire time, and then she breaks her her handcuffs. Uh, I forget the one liner she does. He was like, "I underestimate you're a weak woman or something," yeah. and yeah. she's like. No, I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> the Basically. It breaks those shitty handcuffs. I think I feel like I could have broken those handcuffs, but uh they I think they were I think they were uh just like kinky handcuffs. Yeah, I was gonna say I think those are leather daddy handcuffs. Yeah. Well, based on the rest of the scene, right? And then, like, already he was like, I'm going to go seduce Chun-Li in my, <laughs> right. my, in my chamber. All right, later, guys. I'm going to go seduce Chun-Li. Seduce is a nice yeah. way of putting it. Seduce. It w- I wouldn't call it seduction if not for the smoking jacket. 
Yeah. Yeah. He did not put on his seduction hat. He put on his casual hat. So like, because <laughs> he had a, a a rack of hats like for all oh. occasions, oh, which yeah. I really like. And I was that man knows how to be a villain, and I really appreciate it. His villain chamber with the painting of himself on the wall. Yes. Yeah, yes. yeah. Like I said, like I said, Napoleon one. I was like, oh man, that's great. And then like I said, the John Wayne Gacy thing. I was like, oh god. Oh, All right. Oh, boy. Uh, I forget exactly how Ken and Ryu bust out Honda and Balrog. They go and run into the chamber where Chun Li is with, uh, or you know, into Bison's room where Chun Li is beating the shit out of Bison. She is. She I is, mean, just yeah. stomping the fuck out of him, and <laughs> she looks away for oh, I don't know, fifteen seconds to see who who walks in the door giving Bison a chance to regain his composure and go hide in his little panic room, basically. Yeah. I love the panic uh, room. I, I do love the panic room. They all really suck. Everyone in this, like, they they just get thwarted immediately by him. Like, they all do the whole breakout. He's in the little panic room just laughing at them. There's also a lot of guns in the panic room. Yeah. But, uh... Well, partially that, like, it kind of ruined it for Chun-Li because, you know, like, uh, Honda's like, Chun-Li, 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 we're coming. He's like, she's like, what is the commotion, guys? Like, I've got this. Yeah. Yeah, uh, she had it under control, and then they showed up and just fucked it up. Because Ken and Ryu obviously fuck up everything in this movie whenever they go, whenever they're around. Yeah, they release the gas, and there's a really great shot of uh, the uh, the fireplace, which is a skull fireplace, mm-hmm. uh, and then Bison cackling, and it transitions from the fireplace to his mouth cackling, and I was like, that's that was that's inspired right there. That's uh. That's, that's good camera work, guys. That's that's uh, what we pay the big bucks for. See, and I I really appreciate it when uh, Bison, where they were just showing it like before he started cackling, just his eyes, just like, oh, as he as the gas was coming out, just like, <laughs> yeah. Ah, yeah, you're going yeah. to die. We appreciate a good movie here, uh, multimedia failure. Yes, we do. Or even we... or even good scenes and bad movies. Yes, mostly that. Yeah. Yes. Well. yes next, but... Speaking of good scenes, let's talk about Stealth Boat. Oh, here we uh, also... <laughs> Oh, wait, that's not next. <laughs> it's, oh, no, it yeah, is. It's almost it next. Is. It's it almost is. next. It's, it's like, it's, it's, yeah, it's next. Yeah, right? It's next. Yeah, well, it first, right first, 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 it's Blanca being pumped. First, she was being pumped on happy scenes. Yeah, the Blanca looking real like... good at that, too, by the oh, way. Oh, yeah, it's you know, like... we, com- I, we completely forgot about this because there's 45 uh, plot threads going on in this movie that don't really ever matter. <laughs> yes. Yeah, let's Blanca's talk about getting, Blanca. <laughs> yeah, Blanca's getting changed uh, with with the anabolic steroids, right? And uh, mutagens and the, but, yeah, whatever uh, it is, yeah. yeah, yeah. And he's seen a bunch of like people getting murdered and shit. And then uh, Dalzim like puts it like Doctor Dalzim, he's uh, a doctor. Yes, Doctor Dalzim. Yes. Uh, <laughs> he um, we'll see about getting you published. Um, <laughs> I love that line. Oh god. Yeah. Anyway, basically changes up the what he's viewing to keep his humanity. A baby. An Asian couple getting married, and then the "I have a dream" speech. Yeah, the "I have a dream" speech. I don't know what's important. The, it's important the, for humanity. Those, Jason. Are the, those are the three most wholesome things that ever happened in a man's history. Asians got married, a baby happened, and then Martin Luther King. Yeah, I mean Martin Luther King. I would show yeah. that speech too. I'd be like, "Think about humanity, Blanco. Think or Blanca." Yes, that's a good. It's a good. It's a great speech. It's a. Oh, for you know. sure. Yeah, yeah. Hold on, hold on. Hot take. We all we all think that's a good speech, right? Yeah, yeah. We all we all like him. He's a good. He's 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 a good writer and a good orator. He was okay guy. He was a solid yeah. bro.
this is when I decided to take the time on the movie because I'm like, man, there's a lot of ha lots happened. I, we're we're get, he's getting to the base assault now. I can't. Damn. And I'm like, there's 40 minutes left in this movie. <laughs> From this point on, how is there 40 minutes left in this movie still? And but yeah, now we got stealth boat time. Stealth boat has a theme song. Uh, the, I don't remember. I don't remember what the song was, but it was terrible. Mm -hmm. That was playing this entire scene. Jason, this is where you, as the editor, have to go in and find it for us. <laughs> and oh, put it in God. here. Oh, okay. I, okay. I don't. I, I couldn't tell what it, it was. Just really bad song. Uh, and they're like, time for stealth mode, and they put their visors on. For oh wait, wait, wait! No, no, hold on, hold on. We're skipping oh. way ahead here. Guile keeps a tape of him and Charlie being date douches. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That. He's like, he turned on his tape and Charlie for this whole thing. Uh, so. Yeah, that was weird. <laughs> yeah, you know, that's, that's how he gets ready for murder. Yeah. <laughs> that's how he gets psyched up for murder. Yeah. He must yeah. love Charlie so much. Yeah, and it, it, it's literally like them just being a couple of douches on a date with a couple of women. It's like, yeah. wh what? Man, I love that guy. <laughs> just a bunch of, just a bunch of couple of dudes being dudes, Jason. Yeah, that's true. All right, so yeah. uh, Bison brings. Uh, Everybody that's been captured up um, as Guile is assaulting the place, I think. Then we get probably like one of my favorite lines of like, or, and performances of Bison in this outside of the, but for me, it was Tuesday thing, is figure out Ken and Ryu betrayed them. And <laughs> Bison basically tells them they did that to ingratiate themselves to you. But I guess you didn't see that as he puts one yeah, hand over his eye to Sagat. Yeah. That was, yeah. That was just fantastic. It was so good. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh man, you've been wanting to say that for a long time, haven't you? Oh man, uh, always so, on point. Bison always on. Never so, off. so good, never off. And also, some one more thing about the stealth boat. It's like you can still see the wake of it, and it's just camouflage. Like it's just painted yeah. with camouflage. Oh yeah, I, I have that, that, that is yes. that is stealth boat. Yes, <laughs> with a stealthy mini gun. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and it says something strange is in the river. Oh yeah. What do you think it is? <laughs> you can just you can just see the waves the entire time. It's just an yep. invisible boat. Like, but you can still see it where it's at on the. On it's the not. River. It's not even visible. It's just like let me put actual camo patterns yeah. on my boat. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. I, um, love, I love stealth boats. Stealth boat's really good. Yeah. <laughs> Bison goes to try to sink Stealth Boat in his little control panel hover thing that he got from Bowser from uh, Super Mario World. Um, I love how, like, also, like, it's, like, so technologically advanced, but then it's definitely, like, in real life, like, a cherry picker or something. You could just tell. <laughs> oh, yeah, that, that thing is held on by a crane. That's all that is. It's, like, so amazing. Yeah, it, it, it floats. Bison, the control panel on this thing is a Street Fighter II arcade panel. Oh, yeah, Jim, Jim noticed that. He was so excited. Yeah, it was, like, it was... Did touch. I, I love that they didn't even bother repainting it or anything. It is just yeah, it was, like they it ripped it right off a cabinet it. and threw it on there. <laughs> they, they, were, they probably like were like, we don't have the budget for this. We spent it all on stealth boat. It's like, well, we can get these for free because <laughs> Capcom's got a bunch of them. So I love also that the situation that he's like trying to blow it up with. He's not like shooting guns at them. He's like strategically like uh, releasing mines, mines yeah. that float to the top of the water. <laughs> So they get a lock on. Basically, like the stealth boat is like they counteracted by them using sonar. <laughs> I'm like, okay, well, that okay, that, that worked out pretty well for you stealth guys. Stealth boat sucks. So bad. <laughs> stealth boat sucks. <laughs> 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 stealth boat 
if, if we were if we were if we were naming podcast, that would be the name of this podcast. Stealth boat sucks. <laughs> stealth boat sucks. Anyway, oh, stealth boat. I love is, stealth boat. <laughs> just before stealth boat is destroyed after they get a, or after a bison gets a lock on, T Hawk or Cammy comments that they're they're about to go swimming, and Guile says, "Well, let's get a head start then." Oh yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> stealth boat is destroyed. It blows up, and Bison says, "Game over." <laughs> Like I said, always on. <laughs> and, uh, oh man. I love bison. This scene, uh, the Stoogie that's uh, kind of hanging out with uh, Dulcim, Dr. Dulcim. Sorry, sorry, John. I meant to yeah. have to show him proper respect. Dr. Dulcim and Blanca sees that he's uh, making him watch uh, happy stuff. And basically, <laughs> they get in a scuffle and it frees Blanca, and Blanca then tears this guy to shreds, sort of. Yeah, I just want to acknowledge that it does not take an insignificant amount of time to do Blanca's makeup. I'm assuming that that man was in his chair for hours getting ready to do Blanca. <laughs> I just want you guys to be aware of how long the process is for doing makeup of these things. And let's <laughs> let's keep in mind, 30 years prior to this, the Planet of the Apes movies came out, and that looks better than this. Yes. Oh, uh, easily. Easily. Yes. <laughs> and there it's were like, hundreds of those masks. Yes. I just want... Yeah, they spent hours in a chair making him look like that. I think also it's kind of cute in the scene that like it's very like Dr. Frankenstein. Like That's how I think the doctor feels about Blanca. Oh yeah, they oh, have for that. Sure, yeah, yeah, they're very, very. They're like so in love. <laughs> All right, now, now comes to a weird, probably like sexual awakening thing that I didn't really uh, understand until I will say like early two thousands, maybe, maybe mid two thousands. Cammy comes up. <laughs> Vanessa and I were Jason sort of talking about this. Off the, no, no. <laughs> well, there's that. I, you know, I do. I can't appreciate a orange hairy chest. He's had a thing, had a thing for a wild orange hair ever since, and it's just like. What can I say? Um, <laughs> Venice and I were talking about this before we started recording, but when I was a kid, I sort of had a thing for Cammy, and then when I kind of became aware of Kylie Minogue in the early 2000s, when she had her sort of like resurgence in popularity, I definitely had a thing for Kylie Minogue. And seeing this movie now kind of puts some things in perspective here. Uh, Cammy snaps a dude's neck with her thighs, and man, I liked that a little bit more than I should have. I was like, ooh, Cammy and Kylie I, Minogue doing this. I appreciate <laughs> Through line the from the animated movie to this movie, and that she's still breaking next with her. She's still breaking next in this movie. Yeah, so, I was know. just like, yeah. All right, well, oh, there's something going on there where I like Kylie Minogue and Cammy, and they both snap next with their. Okay, there's something weird going on here, Jason. <laughs> so so Cammy, Cammy yells, th- yells thrust kick when she kicks the dude. And which I, she doesn't. I think this is the first time that we actually got like the yelling of a movie. Yeah, and I was, I was like, I was like, yes, <laughs> it was like, as a is I, I. I don't remember thrust kick. I thought it was just cannon drill she had. She just thrust kick too. Oh, is, oh, is that is that the sort of the um, like the the shoulder you can that she has basically, but she uses her feet. Yeah, yeah, basically. But this kick was more of a cannon drill, wasn't it? I I just appreciated them saying the name. Okay, <laughs> yeah. just got the name wrong, but that's okay. It was something. Yeah, yeah, I appreciate. You know, we didn't even get we didn't even get a pretend a pretend Hadouken in this movie. Oh, uh, sure, yeah. you can. Yeah, well, like, we what? did. Now this is when T-Hawk is wearing his uh, his bandana. 
and we bring up that T-Hawk is Cherokee because, well, of course we have to shoehorn that in somehow, I guess, for some reason. This is the fine. This is, this is actually the first time that I was like, Oh, he's that guy. The Native American guy. Well, of course you would think that because they don't make any sort of reference to it at all. Right. And then also I never caught his name or them making any, like, I don't even know if they ever said his name. I mean, it's on his, like, I think they, they definitely say it and it's on his, it's on his, like, uh, his uniform. But like, if you don't, Really, no. T Hawk's like a deeper cut character, anyway. Yeah, so. I was not watching for T Hawk, and I was like, and I looked at it together. He's like, oh, so he's a lot smaller than in that other movie. <laughs> Everyone is. Yeah. <laughs> so yes, yeah, so we bring up it, and says he wears it for luck in battle, and Kyle <laughs> says should have brought two more. Jeez. Uh, yeah. They're um, the worst. <laughs> so next, next scene, we go back to the hostages. The hostage pit. The also, hostage pit. I love the hostage I'm pit. I'm glad that you also appreciated the term hostage. The hostage yes. pit. Oh, hostage pit host- opening. Stand yeah. clear. Oh yeah, the fucking lady talking every time killed me. Like her, like her, like the fact that they had her like automated voice ready to say hostage pit opening is really good. So good. Uh, <laughs> and uh, my next, my next note of that scene is, oh yeah, they're hostages. I forgot about them. Yeah, um, what's this movie about again? Yeah, it's like why, why are we doing any of this? Oh, uh, that's yes. right. Plotline 47. Yes. There he goes. <laughs> Timer runs out. Bison tells DJ to look in his Swiss bank account to see if the money's been deposited. And DJ turns around and says, hell no, General. It also goes, eh, when there's no <laughs> oh, money yes. in it, which is really good, too. It's uh, The fact that they, they set up to do that if there's no money in the account is really good. Guile infiltrates the base. He finds Blanca, realizes it's Charlie. He kind of rationales with him. Uh, um, first of all, I, I maybe I missed something. I was like, how does he immediately know who this is? It's his eyes, man. <laughs> right? They always looked at each other's eyes when they were being uh, date douches. Uh, yes. uh, date, the old date douche. <laughs> it's the proper term. For, for 1995, you can have a good date. Anyway. Um, yes. <laughs> uh, and yeah, like he's he realizes it's, or Blanca realizes it, Charlie realizes it's uh, Guile, and then he drops him, and then he cries. And then he's a Guile, friend, friend, friend. And then, and Guile cries, and he's going to straight up execute Charlie right there. This right reminds there. me a lot of that uh, existential crisis that a Bobo had in Double Dragon. Yes, yes. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, they're monsters, guys. They're not used to being monsters. They were like, true. okay, looking dudes before this. That's Yeah. So Dalzim uh, stops Guile from executing him and basically says, you don't have the right. Uh, and... Also, that's like such an extreme move. Like, we were best friends, but even though you can talk to me and you recognize who I am, yeah, I mean, if I just we, put we, you out of your I'm just going to fucking... Like drop you right here. It's uh, you know, I'm <laughs> guys, guys. If I turn into a green monster with orange hair like that, you have you have you have my permission to shoot me. Seriously. Yeah. All right, noted. Okay. Don't don't kill me. Let me just go to the woods. There's lots of woods. <laughs> yeah, I'd want to like see how it was being the green dude with orange hair for a little bit. Like, give it like a week when you're not in a lab, right? <laughs> yeah, you know, like when you like a chance, you know, just immediately just like, oh, you know, he's no way he could ever live a, a normal life or a happy life. So I'm just gonna drop him right here. <laughs> And then, but th- thankfully, Doctor Dalsim uh, saves the day by going, "Hey, don't just dr- shoot your friend in the head right now." <laughs> and he's like, I-, "I made him. I made him. Come yeah. on, dude, give him a yeah. chance." Yeah, yeah. The hostages are told that they're going to be killed by a wild animal, and yeah. Blanca's supposed to be coming out. And it said, "Guile comes and jump kicks out of." Uh, also, for when Blanca was coming out, they were, they had like a bunch of blades coming out of the ground too, which I thought was really unnecessary, but also hilarious. Well, it's unnecessary, especially considering that Guile just, like, jumped over them. Yeah, because at first I was like, oh, maybe they were there to keep blocking him. But blocking I was like, oh, never, he could just leap over those easily. So it's just, uh, yeah, it was really dumb. Yeah, I mean, if uh, Guile was able to jump over them yeah, while doing a jump kick. 
Hell of a jump kick, by the way. <laughs> it's like hell of a jump kick. He, he covered a good 15 feet. I can barely cover 15 feet if I get a running head start at full sprint. So good for him from a standstill jump kick? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I can't even, like, jump, like, two feet, so <laughs> he's, like, miles beyond me. <laughs> so Guile starts shooting shit, he runs out of bullets, he throws his knife at a guy, and the dead guy lands on the <laughs> on the alert lever. Yeah, it just fucks up everything. I uh, think it's funny that that lever exists, yeah, like, so yeah. openly. Mm-hmm. Yes, so easy to accidentally bump. Well, I mean, at least it's just not a button. That would have probably, yeah. So we're in the middle of a big shootout. Uh, Ryu gets morals all of a sudden. With Ken tells him he doesn't he found something worth fighting for or something. Yeah, I know. I like a little before that though that they're like, we just want to go. Can you get me a flight ticket out of here? Yeah, please. Uh, and they're like not even trying to pretend that they're like going to try. Yeah, yeah. My note is Ken and Ryu still suck. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, see, uh, see, like I'm I'm actually with Ken on this. It's like you guys are unarmed, and they're you're in the middle of like two armies fighting. I I would just peace out. You don't even know. Well, right. And he's like, they're getting paid for this. A valid argument. Yeah, valid argument. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know why he, d- he gets a conscience, sort of, all of a sudden. Yeah. All right. So, well, it's because it leads us to a, a fight scene where we throw in every single uh, Street Fighter move that we possibly could have reused. We cut to the scene where Guile is running across a platform and is all of a sudden has like 50 of Bison soldiers holding a gun or holding guns also, on him. Uh, also, the, the guns, I don't remember in this scene, but there's a few guns in some of the scenes that have duct tape on them. I thought that was I thought that was hilarious. Oh. Uh, yeah, they're like they like they were like duct taped together. Anyway, keep going. Kyle uh, sees he's uh, clearly uh, outgunned. Pulls out his knife, a little tiny knife. Uh, I don't know. What do you think? Like yeah. six inches there, maybe. He and, has like the smallest knife ever. Yeah, <laughs> and he's sitting there he holding it, and these guys start backing down, and he looks at himself like, "Yeah, all right, that's right. You're gonna." And then he hears guns cocking as he realizes uh, the A the A N army is behind him. I like how like excited he looks though. Where he's like, they're scared of me and my six inch knife. Yeah, he he felt, he felt good about himself for a little bit. Yep. He looks so proud of himself. <laughs> and then Bison and Guile uh, going or end up going like toe to toe with each other. Now I did look this up. Uh, Raul Julia was six foot two, and Jean Claude Van Damme is five foot ten. So it's probably about a good accurate proportion thing there. They didn't try to like make him look like gigantic compared to him. Basically yeah. it was a equal There's proportion a thing there. Really good really good shot of uh, Van Damme's bicep in this scene when he takes his skirt off. So really good. he flexes and they they do like a close up of his bicep. So you know that amazing tattoo. Yes, and his amazing American flag tattoo we talked about earlier. This is so good. This is if you were looking just for the tattoo, this is a scene to fast forward to. Yeah, if you're if you're a ta- if you're a tattoo connoisseur. Yeah. Yeah, or or a bicep connoisseur because he's definitely by far got the biggest biceps of any man in this movie. Oh yeah, easily. Oh clearly. Now uh, Bison, or just before they start fighting, Bi- or uh, Bison tells him, "You have made me a happy man," and then he says, "Next, I'll make you a dead one." <laughs> <laughs> so good. And here is the next scene is like the turning point of the movie, whether you like it or not, because I love it. And I got this scene in Japanese. You guys hate it. And you had to watch this scene in English. <laughs> you know, I, I, it may have been in Japanese. I honestly don't remember. <laughs> I remember. I'm pretty sure it was dubbed. I'm pretty sure, too. Throughout this whole thing, Zangief and Honda have been fighting with each other. And we cut to Captain Sawada that we mentioned earlier uh, is pulled over to watch a security camera footage thing as Zangief and Honda are fighting on the model of Bisonopolis, and as they're fighting, Godzilla noises are being yes. dubbed over the fight. Yes, they are. It's, like, so unnecessary and a little bit offensive. <laughs> just a little bit. Just a little yeah. racist. Like, we actually, I actually paused this one, so I can be like, what was that? I think it's more racist because neither one of them is Japanese. 
Very but true. But one of them is supposed Samoan. to be. Like supposed to be. It's a, it's a lot of layers to how racist this scene is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. So the other thing I, I I noticed here is if you notice like the blood on Honda's face, now it looks like his makeup from the game. Oh, didn't even didn't even notice that. I guess if you start paying attention, like all of a sudden everyone's in their in their uh, game like in their game uniforms, which is kind yeah. of weird. Yeah, yeah, I thought that was funny too. They, and I feel like um as they each time they like go back to another character, they like add one more piece of like game costume flair. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because Guile right now is in the blue uniform, which I think is his uh, player two option. So yeah, Balrog is my favorite because like two scenes from this, he's like now in boxing gloves and like boxing shorts. For like yes. just a second ago, he was like wearing pants. <laughs> yeah, I don't know where. Yeah, and a boxing tank. I don't know where I got the boxing gloves from. Also, my note is Balrog looks like he's the third best fighter at your local gym. Like he's, yeah, the, right. he's, he's the least intimidating guy in the whole movie. He's so, <laughs> yeah. it's no, 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 it's no, no. He's so John, small. John. Yeah. There, there's a workout room. <laughs> I'm wondering where he got the fucking boxing uniform. <laughs> You know, the gloves make sense. The uniform? You know, then keeps a wrestler. Maybe he dabbles in boxing every now and then. Okay, okay. Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, he does have those scars that are obviously not painted on. Yes, his all actual, over him. those true actual scars that are his scars for sure. Yes. Definitely his yes. scars. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Just like Sagat's scar. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, does Sagat get the scar in the movie or did he have it prior? Cause take- I don't remember. Because <laughs> I just remember noticing, it, oh, he's got the scar. He... I noticed it like at the very end there. Yeah, I, I, and I don't remember if he had it uh, the entire time or not. Whatever, it doesn't matter. Yeah, we'll get to sort of that part here. Um, Guile starts hitting Bison into the bell that is in the middle of his like control room. Yeah, that is the same bell that is in his uh, in his stage. Oh, okay. If you noticed earlier too, like this was something like I like reading like notes on this thing as I was watching it too, and in the background of Sagat's office is there's a painting of a statue that he is in front of in his stage like i said there's some oddball little like nods to the game i'm glad they, here I'm, and there. I'm glad they took time to make those nods and not to cast the characters properly but <laughs> yeah yeah well i mean you know you got to do yeah. that i mean they went they went uh they went you know they put it somewhere i guess it just wasn't yeah. in the they right did it for areas the, they did it for the true fans you know the 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 ones that will be looking out for that kind of stuff you know so the more discerning eyed fans for you know <laughs> yeah there we go. My next note is Giles' tattoo looks like his nephew painted it on him during daycare. <laughs> he loves he loves his nephew, Jason. Yeah, apparently. Yeah. Um, okay, so Bison beats or so uh, Guile beats the shit out of Bison. It looks like he's dead. Cammy starts talking to Guile over uh, like radio video thingy. I don't know what the hell. And, and says Guile, Captain Guile, are you okay? And he says half dead. What about Bison? All dead. <laughs> yeah, that's a good line. All dead. Yeah. All dead. Yes. I mean, come on, I, I like that it's, one. It's a good, it's a good line. Also, it was the speed at which he said it was really good too. Just like immediately, he was like he, he was he was on that at that point too. You know. Mm-hmm. Or right after that, Bison is getting resurrected. <laughs> the, the, the the CPR machine part where it's yes. like, oh my god, it's so good. <laughs> <laughs> I was so confused at first of what was happening. His chest is just like six inches, like going up and down on its yeah. own. See, this it's, is why Bison is run by electricity. He doesn't need to sleep. I also like, I also like the digital image of like a of a needle going into his chest. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Imagine being twelve years old and watching this. <laughs> You're, this, is probably, this is probably why you are the way you are, Jason. You're like, Could very is this well what be. life is? <laughs> Bison's resurrected. There's a good throwaway line here from DJ that I like. Uh, there, there's a couple. Yeah. Actually, I, I do want to backtrack just a just a couple scenes here. 
Um, just before Guile and everyone like infiltrates the base, Bison is watching it with uh, uh, DJ yes, yes. and and said, "So defeat is possible. Well, I guess you and I shall stand here together, DJ. Just you and I, or something to that effect." And DJ is giving him the side eye as he's walking basically out the door. <laughs> he just leaves. Oh, I love like, that. Nah, bro. Nah, bro. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> yeah, he's uh, when he's running away. He goes, "I should I should have kept my job at Microsoft." Which I thought. Yeah. Uh, yeah, DJ grabbing the trunk of money as somebody else walks into the room that he's grabbing the trunk of money says, I should have stayed at Microsoft. <laughs> so, Which means Bison is like a corporate headhunter? Yeah, yeah. Well, he was, well, he was, a, he was a drug lord originally. He was, you know, so he's... You have to expand your enterprises if you want to be ruler he, of the world. He's a man of business, Jason. <laughs> there we go. Bison does under... I mean, okay, yeah, he was talking about, like, you know, McDonald's and Burger King wanting to be in his food court, so... Yeah, you know, he's... He, he, he is not a warlord, guys. Remember, he told us. Yeah, I'm not I'm not a warlord. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> why do they keep calling me that? He's an entrepreneur <laughs> and he knows it. Uh, okay, so Sagat and Vega start fighting or Ryu, but then Ken shows up and then it's Sagat versus Vega and or no, eh, that this got Oh yeah, Ken, here. This is my Sagat and Vega versus Ken and Ryu. Yeah. At one hour, twenty six minutes and thirty seconds in, Ryu sort of does a Hadouken. <laughs> Ken sort of does a uh Shoryuken. Yeah. And Ryu sort of does the Tatsumaki uh Seppuyakia. Yes. Yep. yes. I recognize yep. those moves. <laughs> yep. So the Haruken is the fireball. The very brief flash of light that Ryu does. Ken does that uppercut, but it's barely an uppercut uh, into Vega. Mm-hmm. And Ryu sort of does, it's like this, it's like a spinning kick, basically. Like he goes up in the air and does a kick in the air. Yeah. And then Ken beats Sagat, just like you remember in the game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. There we go. Vega, going back to the uh, scene with the incinerator, Ryu holds Vega's mask up. Uh Yes. Yes. Two there to burn his face, and then kind of Vega up. takes it, it, his mask. Yeah, it was pretty fucked. Was, uh, well, the guy, the guy's got fucking a set of like claws on him. He's oh, got like, basically a set of steak knives on the on the end of his hand. No, hot it, metal fair on move. your face though. Fair move, fair move. <laughs> Bringing a knife to a fist fight, nah, you're good. <laughs> Guile kicks Bison in uh, into a thing of monitors after he's resurrected because he's been flying around doing the like, cycle. No, 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 you can't. Sort of. First of all, he's flying around because of his superconductor <laughs> electric magnetism. I just yes. want to make sure we say that he... Oh, yes, it. yes. Yes. Uh, and he's also got glow shoes. Uh, he does have yeah. glow shoes. This is, I thought, the scene where he looked like the most, like, Gomez Adams, like, so passionate and, like... Yes, he was... Really into it. Also, I think when he flies across the room, like... I think they're gonna try a little bit harder. <laughs> the fight, the fights in this movie suck so bad. Oh, they're the fights awful. Fights in this movie called Street Fighter is just the... They're so bad. They're just so bad. There's not a single, like, decent one. Ugh. No. He compared, I have a note that says he compares himself to Satan at one point. I don't know what, I don't remember what he said. Oh, because he, because yeah. he said, um, because yeah. he said, uh, you, you came in here looking to fight a madman, but instead found a god. <laughs> yes. And then as, as, uh, as Satan, or as Satan was cast down from heaven as in lightning or something. Yeah. To that yeah. He compares yeah. And then he, yeah, it was really good. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So good. <laughs> <laughs> so for a yeah, so for a while, like Bison's flying around, he, he, he makes the, what is it again, John? Uh, oh, the uh, superconductor electric magnetism. Yeah, thank you, thank you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah he says that it propels many uh, trains in, in Tokyo or in Japan. It levitates my control panel from which I control the world or whatever yeah. he says. And, this, and it also levitates me. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I like you, but I like your rendition better than his, yeah. Jason. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, you, sound like, you sound like Mysterio from Spider-Man, but, uh, <laughs> which I appreciate. Hey, you know, I do what I can. Yeah. 
I'm a man of a thousand voices. Uh, 999 of them all kind of sound the same. So. <laughs> anyway. at, least, at least for this case, it's the right voice. <laughs> okay. So Guile kicks Bison into a bunch of monitors, basically uh, electrocutes him, and clear overdub, you're off the air yeah. as, he ki- as, as he dies. Yeah, that yeah. was so you're good. The, the best one-liner. Also, I think it's funny that like back then in the 90s, like big technology was not like one big screen, like a movie theater. It was like, let's put together a bunch of tiny screens bunch to of make them do screens. one picture. Yes, yeah, because uh, we haven't mastered big screen technology yet. Right. Uh, also, you're off the air. One of the be- one of the better uh, one liners we've heard, you know, not quite as good as airmail from Double Dragon, but it's uh, that true. Yeah, it's uh, it's good. It was good. I don't know. I I prefer the next. I'll make you a dead one. I prefer that one over over the uh, you're off the air thing. In terms of like bad one liners, you know. Oh, like, okay. You know, in terms of, like the cheesiest one liners, uh, I think you know airmail is still my favorite personally. I don't know airmail's. Yeah, airmail's the best. I yeah, mean, you've got a you got you got a guy dressed as a. Just as a post postal worker, <laughs> post and jumps off a two story building and screams airmail. I mean, you can't oh, really beat that. You can't. Can we just watch that, that scene again. Talk about that <laughs> I, scene again. Sure, why I mean, not? That's why next not? episode. Only one scene. It's yeah. only a fifteen minute podcast. Yeah. <laughs> the best about, one yet. Talk about the glory of the boat scene. A lot of good boat scenes in these movies. You know, a lot of good boats. That's very true. That is yeah. very true. All right, so uh, DJ uh, basically breaks it to Zengief that. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Bison's a bad guy, uh, <laughs> yeah, wait, and he we, says, "Well, why did you? Well, why did you fight for him if you knew he was a bad guy?" And he says, "Man, because he paid me a ton of money." And then Zangief <laughs> quizzically looks looks it looks at nothing and says, "You got paid." That was so good. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was so genuine. Zangief is such a he's such a pure person. You know, he, he really yeah. he really thought he was doing the right thing. Well, that is because Soviets are stupid. Remember that. Uh, yes. You know. Yes. Yes. Communism is dumb. Anyway. uh... Is totally in the uh, struggle, in the struggle earlier, we did forget to mention that Dalzim did get some of that uh, mutagen or whatever uh, on his arm. So now all of a sudden, he looks more like his game model because he's bald. He oh yeah, I, think was, like, oh, I was like, oh, I guess he's bald now, and I, when, when, his glasses are gone too. Yeah, I when, when that stuff sprayed on him, like, is he gonna be stretchy now? Is that what that is he gonna become a stretchy person now? But I did, it was it, we could could not be so lucky in this movie. Yeah, well, we were gonna find out because uh, Dalzim basically tells. Um, but Dr. Dalsim. Well, I don't know if he's Dr. Dalsim anymore. I, 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 get that I guess, I guess he might be a yoga master now, so yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He tells Guile to leave with or leave Charlie with him or Blanca with him, whatever. <laughs> so meaning Dalsim decides when Blanca can die. I think that's uh, yeah. kind of fucked up too. Yeah. At least they die together, but still. Yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah that's that's what I mean. It's like he, he refused to let uh, Guile do it, but he's like, No, 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 no. I decide when he dies, and now is gonna be when he dies. Yeah, that's pretty fucked. Um, because the, the whole place is going to explode at this point. Uh, well, also while they're escaping, uh, are they all together at this point? Have they all run into each other? Uh, more or less, yeah. yeah. I just, I put a note that fucking Chun-Li took the time to insult Cammy's pigtails for no reason. Yeah. Uh, when she also had, like, two buns on her, I don't, I didn't understand the, the, why she's such a dick, but, you know, whatever, Chun-Li, yeah. asshole. Well, probably Chun-Li was like, she looks like she might like Guile, and I kind of like Guile. I better make her uncomfortable. Oh, they're just being catty little bitches. It's, like, yeah, a, okay. it's like a woman Makes thing, guys, I promise. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Is, that, okay. Is, that, okay. is that just what women do? <laughs> it's just what they do. Yeah. They just like look at other women and they're like, I should insult her right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, while we're trying to run for our lives, this, this uh, place is going to explode. I'm going to insult your pig. T- I'm going to insult your hairstyle really quick. We're allies, yeah. but I better make you insecure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're not going to be allies when we leave this building. That's what I'm hinting at. 
We fight together, but we will fight against each other for Guile's heart. Yeah. Right. Uh, something, Who wouldn't, something like though? Who wouldn't? And then Zangi helps him escape his muscles. Also, I have a note. Yeah. I think we're... I have a note. Did Dalsim explode? Uh, as my note. So I guess what we're talking about with uh, Blanca and, and Dr. Dalsim. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. they stay behind and they're yeah, dead. Yeah, my note's just, did Dalsim explode? Question mark. And, uh... Okay, uh, now we cut to uh, now we cut to Sagat and DJ. Uh, DJ opens up the thing and it is the trunk full of bison bucks, yeah. which is completely useless. And Sagat has a scar. And my next note is from what? Yeah, I was like, did he have that all? Because he said he used to be a fighter, so I assume he must. But it wasn't from Ryu then. I believe the line was um, Vega is the best fighter since Iron Fist. And yeah. then uh, Ken tells him, or Ken asks him, what happened to him? He retired and then became me. That's a good That's line. Cute. That's, That's a good cute line. Man. I like that line. My my next note here is Chun-Li to Guile. How about that interview for my network? Sure. And then he walks around her, checking out that ass. Yeah. And <laughs> says, but only if you wear that dress. Also, before this, uh, they had, well, uh, everyone thought Guile was dead, but he wasn't dead. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, he's alive. Uh that Ken and Ryu were like, they're like, you guys want to come with us? Like, no, nah, we're going to stay here and help put this country back together. I'm like, what are you two assholes going to do? <laughs> it's like, yeah. it's like, oh, you're going to use your uh, vast resources? Uh, <laughs> you fucking ass. God, they suck. They're oh. the worst. It's true. But yeah, then the line Jason said where he's like, only if you wear that dress. And I was like, ah, oh, 90s. And then to make it even more 90s, <laughs> they all post and freeze frames. Oh my God, that freeze frame. Can we also talk a little bit about the Russian man's booty shorts? Uh, just, know, just so that we mentioned that they're well, there. I mean, yeah, that's Zangief's costume <laughs> in the game. Yeah, yeah, he basically just wears that in gigantic boots. I just love that so much. Yes. It's like my favorite costume of anybody's costume. Yeah, it's really good. I, they really, I, they nailed Zangief except for the part where he wasn't actually Russian, just a guy doing a really bad Russian accent. Um, <laughs> yeah. Which might actually be pretty accurate uh, for something for the older games. But, uh, uh, yeah. Now, I, I, I did bring up the note here because... Uh, Captain Swada gets a pose in this too, but again, he's not in the games. My first thought was maybe he was supposed to be Fei Long, but then you kind of think like maybe they didn't bother putting a Fei Long character in because he's really the only noticeable character that's not in this. Yeah, I was trying to think. I was trying to think of everyone of everyone else that. Will... So my my theory is uh, Brandon Lee just died less than a year before this movie came out, so maybe maybe that was had something to do with it. Like they didn't do a Fei, or like maybe while it was in production, I forget the exact date. That he died, but it was basically while this movie was being made, Brandon Lee was killed. So maybe it was sort of like a, hey, we've got a Bruce Lee guy who's clearly Bruce Lee, and then his son just died. So maybe we shouldn't put a Bruce Lee character in this thing. It's sort of a respect thing. I can see that. But, uh, I did not. I mean, it, I did not think that deeply about why Fei Long wasn't in this movie, but uh, it was just weird that like you know they shoehorn everybody else. Yeah, in he here, was the, so. he was the only one, wasn't he? That wasn't in the game from the game. Yeah, I'm trying to think of everyone. I'm pretty sure he's the only one. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, he was the only one. Yep, so. definitely the only one. <laughs> Yeah. So at the very end here, um, we get, yeah, uh, as John said, we get the victory poses, kind of. I do like that they somehow managed to get Chun Li like midair, perfect with the uh, with her yata yeah. sort of thing. Yeah. I would just like to hear, to hear from somebody who is on the set, like how many times did they how do many, that? How many, like, takes, how many did takes did it take to get everybody <laughs> posed correctly? Yeah. It took me a few seconds to realize that Guile wasn't just flexing his muscles; he was doing the thing where he actually would take a comb and comb his hair. But since he didn't have the hair for it, he just sort of was putting his arm in position to do it. Oh, that's so funny. Also, his also his best friend just died thirty seconds before this. Yeah, and he's perfectly okay. <laughs> and, with an ex- it. And, a, and a violent explosion. He's probably like, "This is better for him." I was going to put him out of his misery. They wouldn't let me. This is better for him. <laughs> yeah, this is better that he that he that he could have like 
been blown up or just injured enough that he's going to bleed out over the next few days. Yeah, Ooh, that pose is bad. <laughs> we get the scene this and like I said, getting back to that, um, that Cammy thing for me that was like, oh, hey, yeah. <laughs> Ooh, boy, how you doing? <laughs> Cammy just points her butt right at the camera. And I'm like, oh, man, that's. Uh, Kylie Minogue's butt, and oh man, that that did something for me. All right. Anyway, oh, uh, so yeah, <laughs> credits. We got credits, baby. We got yeah. um eight like nine. eight minutes of credits. Yeah, no, nine. A lot of credits. Okay. There's a few. There's, there's, there's a, a lot of credits. Songs that play during it. Um, um and and then that Good Morning Vietnam wanna guy kind of breaking in throughout it. Yeah, it was, it was like a weird radio station like kind of playing the entire time for the credit. It was a, a weird choice. Yeah, interjecting, like I said, the, that, those, like, good morning Vietnam moments, and, you know, like, um, what was the thing with the Shadow Law, like, soldier opening up the, opening up the bottle or whatever, and it says open other end or something like that, or what is it, I forget. From what? What are you talking? No. That, that guy, the, the, the radio guy makes a comment about Shadow Law soldiers and says, um, like, oh, I, what is I, it? I tuned, I tuned the guy talking out after a while, I just was, oh, okay, yeah. okay, well, I mean, this was, like, at the very end of it, and that's why I was thinking, like, that's the only one that stood out for me, was... Basically implying that Shadow Law soldiers are stupid because they would try to open the bottom of a bottle instead of the top of it. So because it would say "open other end." So I forget the exact way they worded it, but anyway, after eight minutes of cutscene or uh, credits, we sit here and then we cut to solar battery regenerating. One solar battery regenerated or something to that effect, and Bison puts his fist out through the th- <laughs> through the through the rubble. And good morning, General Bison. What would you like to do today? And it's like revenge and then world domination he selects with the bison, yeah, yeah, yeah. bison mouse over. So uh, that was the scene that was cut out. And the <laughs> over to that. Like that was a choice. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And anyway, well, that'll be uh, that'll be Street Fighter, the, the movie. Yeah. So good. Yeah. Uh, and also said, it also did the four Raul thing and Vaya con Dios. And, you know, it's, yeah. I, I, I thought like. Saying for Raul after that movie is a little insulting, but I mean, he did do great. He was a really great part of that movie. So, you know, we did. He, anyway. he was the best part of that movie. Oh, easily. Easily. Mm-hmm. He earned he earned that last credit. Yes. He's he's a hero. He's a hero for that movie. Thank you, Gomez Adams, for your hard work. <laughs> we know exactly where uh, this is going to rank for Vanessa. This is at your top, right? Number one. Number one. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, God. Okay. John, do you know where this is going to go for you? So, what's John, number, to remind what, you, what's number right two? now, yeah, you've yeah. got Street Fighter II, uh-huh. Ninja Gaiden, Double Dragon, Super uh-huh. Mario Bros., the live action, and Super Mario Bros. OBA. It's Street Fighter and then Ninja, Ninja Gaiden. Ninja Gaiden. Mm-hmm. I'm going to put it in, I'm going to put it right under the first Street Fighter, number two. All right. And Jason, to remind you, you've got Street Fighter II, the animated movie, Super Mario Bros., Double Dragon, Ninja Gaiden, and then Super Mario Bros. OVA. Uh, this is a tough one for me, guys. I, I'm really Number having a hard one. time with this one. No. Number <laughs> <one>. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. I adore Raul Julia's performance in this, and I really like Zangief's performance in this, too. I just really did not like the rest of this movie. Like, it actively, like, just bored me to tears. I feel like Raul Julia has been the highlight of any of the movies we've watched, save for, like, the quality of the animated the animated movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, or, um, uh, what's his name? Um, the T-1000. Uh, oh, Robert Patrick, also yeah. great. In Double yeah. Dragon. Uh, a very a lesser version of this, but still but still great in his own way. I feel like Raul Julia's performance is is more, is more deserving in, uh, of any of those other movies, save for... It's made, I feel like you're you're ranking Raul Julia at this point versus what you're ranking these movies. Yeah, that's very true. And I, I don't know if that's entirely fair then because, yeah, it's like 
one part of the movie. I don't know if but I can like, write, but, eh. but it's like a good part. Like name one good part of the other movies. And, it's uh, true. There's no yeah. good. There are no good parts of any of the movies we watched. Really. Yes. There's like that's There's like the Ninja Gaiden scene where they shoot the guy through the wall, which is great. Uh, Double Dragon's got that boat. The boat scene, which I, which I, I you know, I, you guys know I adore. Yeah. Uh, and, the, and the gang rape comment. And the, and, and uh, Olay. Yes. Uh, and Olay. Uh, Robert Patrick again, great. Mario OVA is an uh, acid trip. And uh, a really badass trip, and then the Mario Brothers movie is terrible. So uh, I I think Raul Julia, you know, speaks for himself at that point. Hmm. I'm just trying to think. Like on an afternoon, am I going to sit down and watch Super Mario Brothers, or am I going to watch Street Fighter the movie? Good God, what an afternoon! Well, no, 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 no. This is this is the afternoon. I put my phone on my dashboard, put the hose in the exhaust pipe, and put it in my window. Yeah. <laughs> the final afternoon. Gosh, I hope that's not the movie you take to your grave. <laughs> it's one of those two that I'm like, life is not worth living. This is what I'm going to do to take myself, make, make sure I make myself know it is not worth living anymore. Um, oh, man. All right, you know what? I'm going to put this number two. I, I was debating on not putting it as my number two as far as mine, but I was willing to concede it being the second best movie we watched. So. <laughs> I think that's fair. I'm sad that it's under Street Fighter, the animated movie. You're, but that's okay. You're being I'm two to one. That, I'm, I'm sad you're so confused by that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm sad you watched these accidentally in reverse. So, <laughs> just too bad, isn't it? So actually, Jason, if if you guys are willing, I've got a guest commentator in the room with me. Oh, absolutely. Who was sad enough to go through this experience with me. I'm gonna pass my headphones to him. Okay. And someone can someone can prompt him to uh, give us some words. Hello. Hi, Hello. Jim. Correct. That's correct. This All must right. be Jason. This is. And John, why don't you throw out your voice there too? This is my voice speaking. I'm John. <laughs> this is the sound <laughs> of my voice. <laughs> so, Jim, it is, it is nice to finally meet you. I'm sorry we're doing this to your wife. <laughs> <laughs> she she enjoys it. She willingly comes. It, yeah, she's uh, she's she learned a lot about Street Fighter the last couple of weeks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know. I, uh, I have to say, as someone who's a, a bit older than her and remembers playing Street Fighter 2 in the arcades, had the movie come out before the game, nobody would have played the actual game. <laughs> I, there is a... You know what? I didn't even think about that. That is that is 100% correct. Oh, boy. I'm excited for you guys because I know you're working your way through the uh, all the movies. I actually recently came across the oral history of Mortal Kombat. Oh. and how the entire game came to be. I don't want to spoil it for you guys, but Midway originally had the idea that they could just get Jean-Claude Van Damme as the live-action real person to, to be oh, in the game. Oh, for Johnny Cage, right? Yeah. Yeah, and they thought that was going to sell the game. And uh, thank God the uh, the actual developers and geeks got a hold of it because there were real backstories to the, the characters that you played. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Can you... I, I, so you Sometimes I really do wonder, like, about video games, like when they like really try to make stuff like that. It's just like, why are you doing this? Exactly. Yeah. It was, uh, you know, hey, good for Mortal Kombat. Not to derail the the Street Fighter Two episode, but uh, yeah, it was uh, it was fun. I, I'm glad I'm going back through like some some childhood movies here that uh, <laughs> yeah, I yeah, me too. Graciously You're welcome. Have, yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> movies that I've blocked out, and she's like, "Hey, we're gonna watch this." I'm like, "No, don't do that." It's like, "No, no, 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 no!" <laughs> See, I was uh, I was 12 when this came out, and I watched it in theaters, like very early. Nice. So during the formative years. Yes, yes, and um, we <clears throat> actually we we talked about this, and uh, I I discovered I well I had a thing for Cammy, I had a thing for Kylie Minogue, 
and I didn't really ever put the two two together until I think it was maybe two thousand six seven when I watched this prior to this last, <laughs> and I was like, oh oh, there's there's a lot of oh, oh. Jason that explains so much. <laughs> Very understandable, though. You know, yeah. it's all about the braids. You know? Okay, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. And that and that victory pose of hers where she... We gotta stop talking about this. Jeez, Louise. <laughs> <laughs> we're just all like a bunch of sexist old guys. Holy psych- cow. We're gonna, psycho- we're gonna psychoanalyze the dating <laughs> a little bit. We're just peeling the onion back. Yeah. Uh, psychoanalyze me. Jeez, I got four podcasts. Yes, I think there's enough psychoanalytical material out there that we could go over. Good God. Anyway, um... <laughs> Okay, so Jim, how many of these have you watched with Vanessa? I can honestly say I never, I, I was old enough, thank God, to have never gone through the uh, the live action version of Super Mario. Okay. Um, however, so this is the first one that I guess we've watched together. We watched a little bit of Double Dragon together, which uh, I was greatly <laughs> disappointed because, again, I remember the arcade game of Double Dragon mm-hmm. Uh, and then being excited when it was on the, uh, the original NES, but yeah, no, uh, the, the list that she presented to me, I knew more than, uh, more than a few of the movies from having seen them in my, uh, my younger years. So I think I'm, I'm kind of joining the journey at this point. I'm going to move forward with her on it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I wish I could say it, get, it gets better, but I don't know if it does. <laughs> Cause it really doesn't feel like it's getting any better. Oh, that's great. Uh, but it makes for good podcasts, so you got to go with that. Yeah, very true. Now, uh, did, you, you didn't get a chance to watch the animated movie, did you? I did not. Oh, see, uh, John and I are going to, as, as two guys who are big Street Fighter fans, well, yeah, I'm sort of lapsed, but... I love I love Street Fighter. I would, I would highly recommend you go back and watch that. Vanessa hated it, but... <laughs> I'm going to say it's very faithful to the... Uh, to the source material and it's there's some good fights well, i'm not gonna say good there's a lot of good fight scenes in it's there it's a solid animated movie it's a solid yeah. anime okay see uh, that's what i was actually we were talking about this earlier and she's like this is so much better than than any of the other movies we've watched and i'm like yeah i don't know about that like especially when like ken was doing his uppercuts and i'm like no no no. i got my butt kicked by ken doing those uppercuts when i was playing chun li or whoever when i was a kid like that's not the same thing. Or Guile, like when he was fighting with uh, whatever the boss guy's name was, uh, Bison. Mason Bison. Thank you. Um, and he did the, the his supposed kick. I'm like, nah. Like one, Jean Claude Van Damme does not have the the mohawk fro that Guile had. The pants were green, not blue. Um, and, oh, but, and like, but we but we did cover this. That is his player two option. Uh, okay, fair enough. See, okay, it's also his costume in the live action in the in Street Fighter the game the movie. Yeah, did you know that existed? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There is an actual game where they where they basically like all oh, Mortal Kombat put the characters from this movie into a, a fighting game and based it on that. So it is a video game based on a movie that is based on a video game. <laughs> oh God, I think my I think I, I, you know what I think I'm just gonna edit this podcast and just cut it, the whole thing out after I just said that sentence because dear god this sh- <laughs> <laughs> there's a snake eating its tail eating a snake that's awesome I uh, <laughs> I was not aware of that game and actually now the player two option does that rings true but Jean-Claude Van Damme was a terrible choice for that I I, I don't know but the the fighting though like that was one of the things that really did not ring true to me I, I know they tried um, it, but Ken and Ryu were like clearly the most heavily or at least the with the kids that I played with very much so the most heavily played characters, at least initially when you walked up to oh, the absolutely. game. Absolutely, Ryu is the the Shoto character, so he's like the easiest to pick up and yeah. play character. 
So. Exactly. And I was even like I, explaining to Vanessa, I was really disappointed that Zangief didn't actually do his like spinning pile driver. If they, if they found a way to make that work, I would have, uh, this movie might have taken first. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't blame them not for doing that, I guess. It would have been great. <laughs> but, exactly. Well, and like even Chun Li, like when you know you'd play the game and you'd corner somebody like up against the side of the screen and you just button mashed, and she did her lightning kick or whatever. Yeah. Um, like that wasn't even used. So there, there were like from uh, hearing that the the animation series actually had good fight sequences that were true to the original character. Oh yeah, for sure. Not not the series, the animated movie. There's a series too that's terrible. <laughs> yeah, the series is bad. Don't watch. The series. Oh, actually, watch actually, the movie. wait, hold on. Let me rephrase that. There's two series: the Street Fighter Two V and Street Fighter Two: The Animated Series. Yeah, yeah, but the movie, the movie's good. The series bad. Jim, we're only also, doing movies. Don't worry about it. We're not going to watch also, those. <laughs> also, they they yell the name of their moves in the in the animated movie, which is uh, greatly appreciated. Oh, that's fantastic! Actually, now I am going to have to go back and watch this. This it sounds fantastic. It's on Prime. Oh, even better! I love yeah, it. Yeah, yeah it's, it's great. It's, yeah, it's it's a salt. It, you probably don't want to watch it with Vanessa because I don't know if she's going to be happy that she's watching it again. <laughs> but, she she hated it. Oh but, boy. <laughs> I, I will give her a, a large glass of wine and I'll go all Mystery Science 3000 on her and explain <laughs> the, the like wonderfulness of what she's experiencing. We couldn't sell her on it. <laughs> so so I, I, I think it's a husband trick there. You got it. You, you might be the only one that could do it because we were like, no, this is really good. It's faithful. The fight scenes are good. It's animated really well. I hated it. Okay, well, <laughs> shit. Got nothing. There, well, next podcast, you're going to have to check back in because I will uh, I will do my best to, to see if we can't revisit that. And uh, so you guys will have to check in with her and see if uh, there was any luck there and if she feels any differently about it. I think I think that will be a, a yeah, I think we'll make that a segment at the very end there right after we rank it. It's like, okay, Vanessa, now we got to talk. Are you going to re-rank Street Fighter 2, the animated movie, to the number one spot like it should be? <laughs> <laughs> at the end of the day, it doesn't matter because it already is the number one spot, but we just want to, it's more for our, you know, personal you know, yeah. enjoyment. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. You just have to give her a voice in it, right? Yeah, Just because exactly. her voice is wrong doesn't mean, like, she's still got <laughs> yeah. her voice. That's why we have three people. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, dem- democracy. I forget who said it, but uh, you're entitled to your opinion, even if it's stupid and awful and wrong. That's, that's, that's probably me. That sounds like a me thing. Uh, actually, yeah. I think it was Tom Griswold on Bob and Tom, if I'm recalling yeah. correctly. But... I, 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 I'm pretty sure last episode I said that. But, um, <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, this was this movie was fun to watch, for the most part. Sort of. Yeah, it's yeah. long. It is long. It felt like it was 30 minutes too long. Had it been shorter, I, I think it could have gone with an a little hour. bit more. Yeah. <laughs> it's just been an hour. Yes, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Good point. That's yeah, you guys both bring good points there. So, All right, Jim, well, thanks for popping on. Um, do you have anything else you want to add? Or? No, no. Um, yeah, overall opinion was it was terrible. And uh, <laughs> baby. I, appreciate, I appreciate you guys bringing it back into my life. Uh, so, yeah, with that, I'll say uh, thanks for letting me uh, stop by and say hi. Nice to finally uh, talk to you both. But um, I'll pass it back to my lovely wife and let her, uh, her say the intelligent things from here. Well, somebody asked you on this podcast. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> That's Jim. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think we actually. I don't think we actually technically sort of introduced him. That was uh, that, that was Vanessa's husband. Yes. yes. Well, he has a much more highly opinion, uh, or a much higher opinion on Street Fighter than I do. He has, he has, you know, a correct opinion. Yes. He's he's actually played the games. Yeah. <laughs> at, this, at this point, Vanessa, though, you know Street Fighter too, like the back of your hand, like you and know. Now, I know everyone now. Even if I didn't, even if they weren't wearing their costumes, after a while, I bet you I could probably figure out who they were. <laughs> <laughs> you're getting there. You're getting there. All right. So that'll wrap up this episode, then, right? I think we're good. I think we got everything. We got the ranking. Um, oh wait. Okay. Um, 
well, we did talk about the source material. Movie as a as a, just a movie. How do you guys feel? I mean, me, it was like this was. I think Jim put it best. It was good to take a half hour out of this thing, and it might have been better. It's a it's a bad movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's it's enjoyable. It's an enjoyable watch at times. You know, Raul Julia is fantastic. Uh, legit, he is legitimately great in this movie. Yes, I'll agree. And, and then and Zangief yeah. is secret best character in this movie. Yes, yeah, Zangief is fun, uh, but they just shit all over the source material in a way that uh, is, yeah. It, this it's it's uh, after watching something that was incredibly faithful to the source source material, it just made it stick out way more. There, I think the I think the Ryu and Ken stuff is what's have to piss me off the most and how oh, terrible yeah. and how because it's not that. even close. Yeah, I think that it's just like making the two main characters like just uh, this sideshow act, this, this idiot sideshow act is really was really disappointing. Yeah. But, uh, As someone who doesn't care about the source material, I agree that it could have been thirty minutes shorter. But I like. <laughs> I really enjoyed this movie. Like, I wish I was like, um, like drunk when I watched it. But it was like pretty enjoyable. Hey, Vanessa, Jim might have a plan for you. So I was hearing some things. I couldn't okay. hear the actual conversation, okay. but it sounds like I get a lot of wine. Okay, <laughs> this is like, I'm, I'm down. I'm good. I'll take it. <laughs> All right, so that'll wrap up this podcast. Um, we are now on Twitter. Actually, I I had a had an old Twitter feed for the site that I was not using at all, and I was like, why don't I just convert this thing over so that is a multimedia fail or fail is what you can get it on on twitter you can find us individually at jason oriola at vicarious rock and at john lucero 777 and you can also get our website that we're attached to um that is you know sort of the backbone of all of the podcasts that we're doing uh games and junk you can get that at games and junk website is gamesjunk.net. vanessa thank you for keeping that thing running and getting everything done so we can host our own podcast network thingy that we're doing i don't really know what we're doing here but it, whatever it is it's amazing it's, it's a lifestyle yeah there we go it's a, yeah, it's, it's, yeah uh, anyway um <laughs> so that'll wrap up this episode um the next episode uh, guys okay we, we're okay we're gonna have to decide here between the three of us are we watching one of the three fatal fury ovas or <laughs> or are we watching the mortal Kombat cartoon movie mortal Kombat cartoon movie fuck <laughs> god <laughs> <laughs> it's, oh man, I've seen it. Okay, how about this? We watch one. We pick one Fatal Fury, and then we move on from Fatal Fury forever. Well, that was kind of my thought. And then, how about this? Why don't we? Is your husband around? He walked away. Ah, darn! I was gonna say, why don't we ask him what he what he would like us to cover next? He'll give us a good opinion. If you want, we can take this off air, and then viewers or listeners will just get to hear whatever the surprise conclusion of the conversation yeah. is. Okay, so this will either be one of the three Fatal Fury... Well, let me see. Let me rephrase that. There's two Fatal Fury OVAs, and then one motion picture that's an animated motion picture, so whatever. Or Mortal Kombat... Uh, what was it? The Journey Begins? Sure. I think it's the subtitle? <laughs> that is an... an, an, an we, we, could, we could run a poll... That's true. We could run a poll. Yeah, well, Twitter poll, got, Twitter poll, Twitter poll. We've, we've only got a week though, so I don't know if that's going to be true. enough. That's, and it, that's it might true. be. It might be kind of depressing considering we, um, you know, only just got that Twitter feed going, and it's got like seven followers. So it might be a little it's sad. Just gonna be, it's just going to be us voting anyway. That's, that's a good odd number though. That means it would have to get a winner. <laughs> and, uh, that is that is true. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so let's do that. We'll leave it up to Twitter to decide which one we're doing next. And God help us all. Uh, so <laughs> I, I will. You know what? Um, this it will have been decided by the time this episode goes live because we are you know we are backlogging these uh, for reasons and yeah so whatever episode if you want to go back and look maybe I'll have kept that tweet up or maybe I'll have deleted it by then just so the surprise is there but uh, yeah 
Definitely cheese, man. I can't believe we're doing this. We're leaving something up to the audience. Holy cow. <laughs> You know, it's a big, it's a big step. Yeah. All right, guys. Um, uh, yeah, I, I think we should wrap this thing up because we're on two hours now. And we were trying to shoot for an hour and a half on these things, and we are we are running way long on this bad boy. It was just so good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Number that, one. Number one. Man, shut up, Vanessa. Just shut. Oh, <laughs> All right. And with that, uh, trust the fungus, buttheads. Don't suck. <laughs>